we got a more normal show this week. Talk about the games we've been playing. We get into some news. Sony sucks. We have our Patreon drawing. And then after our thing, we have Chewy with his Bean Divers Unanonymous. And then also he gives us a CCC wrap-up. And then at the back end of the show, Wakapel brings another trivia battle royale. Great episode. Check it out. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof and this is level 106. This is your podcast that beep beep boop beep boop boop beep beep boop boop beep. Watch your language, man. Wow. What? Do you want us to go more explicit or not? We keep saying go explicit and now I go explicit and all of a sudden you tell me not to so I guess I'll have to censor all of that. For the kids. For the kids. For Even the if... Kids. <laughs> well, <laughs> Nate? <laughs> what? You blow it! I blew what? It. Sorry, what, what was being said? For the kids. <laughs> Speaking of kids... <laughs> so I got some great news before we actually get into the show. I'm going to be a dad. We're pregnant. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yay, good. Congrats, Kenny. You all those years used, of practice. You finally used your joystick. Finally. <laughs> mm. All right, we are definitely starting off explicit. All right. I don't. I yeah. Don't, I don't have my soundboard on, but I would give you all the claps right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of giving the claps. Heyo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brooks, congratulations. 13, Thirteen weeks along. Obviously, we don't know what it is yet, but yeah. If you're in a Discord, you saw that I took a picture of the sonogram, and I'm actually wearing a shirt now, but the prepared for diaper duty with the flock guy with the thumbs up shirt. Well, congratulations yeah, to excited. you and Brooke. Thank you. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm excited. All right. I don't know how to transition from baby talk to the game showcase but let's get into the game showcase uh let's kick it to nate all right let's kick it let's kick it so we talked about digital devolver uh showcase a while ago and we were very excited some of us were very excited for a game called carrion and uh it's by phobia Mm -hmm. game studio which i don't think they've done anything besides carrying um <laughs> really yeah it's a smaller studio um no that this yeah, is our only game but it's a stack so there's xbox there's pc this game uh is fun question is it looks is like it a vayner uh, it vain? my question <laughs> yes um and i think i think a case can be made for it to be a vayner because uh, you go back but um, it's maybe not the strongest case for Vayner, but I will tell you one thing. The game is fun, and that's what really matters. Um, the fluid motion in this <laughs> fluid motion is kind of funny because what you're playing as is a, uh, <laughs> a cell- cellular organism 
that um, basically breaks out of a, a vat and you go around and you're just making havoc in this um, laboratory as you're trying to escape or do whatever or get revenge. You don't really know. Murderize the professor. Yeah, your guy doesn't really... Science your, uh, your organism doesn't really think. You don't really hear what it's saying. You basically just you're going and you're doing whatever. Um, but the game is really fast, um, and it, it plays really fast if hmm. if you know what you're doing. Uh, when you don't know what you're doing, it's you have to go a little bit slower. You have to figure out some puzzles. But once you figure out that first run, the second run is a lot faster. Um, I really enjoyed the combat when it was there. And I see the opportunity for more combat. So, like, you get three growth sizes. You can be one size and you have a certain okay. different set of powers. Once you get to your second mass size, you get a different set of powers. And your third, you have another set of powers. Um, and that's mm. kind of the fun of the combat is, okay, well, which size do I want to be to take on this type of uh, person? You know, when you're going against humans, any size doesn't really matter. Uh, the bigger you are, you just kind of flatten everybody. You just steamroll. Uh, when you're when you're just the first size, you can be stealthy. Um, and so it's kind of fun to just decide, okay, well, how am I going to take these guys out? Am I going to go stealthy? Am I going to hide behind corners and like whip a tentacle around the edge and grab a guy and just like pull him under? Um, that part is really fun. And I really wish that uh, God, I had done awesome. more of that. Um, because when you have to like sneak around a corner and like, grab one guy because your health is low while another guy is like shooting you or he's got a flamethrower. That's like really cool and really exciting. Um, but you get to a point when you're familiar with the game that you can just steamroll everything. Um, and so that, that that's why I'd like to see improved, I guess, in, in the next time around. What about you, Corey? <laughs> have you played this? I, mean, I know you have. Yeah, I, I definitely have. Uh, on the Xbox, I've only dived the PC and it, I do agree. It's a fun game. Um, even if it doesn't get the Vayner tag, I will still stack it. Um, I mean, yeah, this this probably like six to eight hours, roughly for completion. Uh, and that includes going through the game probably blind. I went through it basically blind. And then you just got to go through the map again to clean up if you have missed anything. And, and that's speaking of achievements. The, the, the whole thing is story-based not nothing's missable uh, except for like three achievements. Those three are tied, mm. maybe well, four, good. but those are all tied to optional bonus areas that uh, th- that they do matter. So that is good. They matter in the sense that your you you as this monster thing uh, it benefits you. Maybe you can survive a little bit longer in certain circumstances. So uh, they are worth your time as far as going to get them. But to complete the game, they're not necessary. I barely had maybe two two out of nine um, when I when I beat the game. But very good game. Uh, it's yeah, it's a very good game, especially with Game Pass and and it being a stack. You can uh, you can double up there by any chance. And, and I'm just kind of getting this from watching the trailer again. Is the combat kind of similar to my friend Pedro, where it's kind of like uh, fluid if you know what you're doing and kind of fast paced, but at the same time you can play slow. But you're more rewarded if you play fast. No. I, wouldn't say you're, I wouldn't say you're more rewarded if you play fast. It's just when you know okay. the game, you can go faster. You aren't um, even required to kill all of the individuals. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, I, you can go without. Okay. And that first playthrough, yeah, six to eight hours. 
my second playthrough was a lot shorter. I probably shaved like two hours of just running around, not knowing where I was. Um, and one thing I think Corey sort of mentioned when he said the map, um, he meant an on the web map because inside <laughs> the game, there is no map. And that was a that, that big frustration. Uh, and that'd be something definitely to improve. Uh, uh, Nate, I, could, sequel. <laughs> I could definitely see you like breaking out the graph paper and <laughs> I almost did. I, I don't have any graph paper here. I think Aww. I had some, I gave it to my daughter. And so that means it's at the bottom of a drawer somewhere, uh, in some mm-hmm. corner of the house. Um, so I almost broke out some graph paper. I almost broke out like Excel or something to just, <laughs> <laughs> just map it. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to go search the web and when I looked, there were not very good maps, but there were videos and then there were descriptions. Um, and I was mostly doing that because I got stuck at one point. And then like Corey was talking about, like going to find these, um, these collectibles that give you more health or more energy, uh, those things, um, they, they kind of helped me figure out where I was. And then by the time I was done my second playthrough, uh, I think Corey or someone else posted a link. Uh, they had like these really good looking maps. Like someone had taken the time to like stitch screens together, made like these That's really nice done. maps. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was me. I found this map in the Steam forums, and yeah, somebody has taken like screenshots of uh, the rooms because as as you play this game, you're going and tackling this uh, like room by room as far as like the screen goes. Uh, it, it's really never one big section that you're doing at a time before you you move on to the next screen uh and and to accompany that there are save points uh throughout the map so um that that's good too but yeah uh, i this map was out when i completed the story well not when i completed the story but when i was ready to go back for the collectibles and it made cleanup a breeze because when you're going through it you're like oh gosh i am just dreading going back through this because there, I will tell you this: there is an overworld type area, but I would have never have. I don't think that I would have ever picked that up, picked up on that because of the way that you move through the game. Um, hmm. it, it's very linear in, in a sense. Um, you, as far as where you need to go, but if you kind of lose focus for a little bit, you can get way lost very fast. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right, I got some questions now about the achievement list. Um, one thing I know for sure is that you start off with a two-pointer, mm-hmm. and then eventually you you you, you get uh, Eight. an eight-pointer to uh, fix that up. Uh, the other thing I noticed is that all the achievements are secret. Did yes, they're all that? secret. Um, I, I don't know why. Um, most of them it's are for breaching different areas, and they just say breach the insert area name. So uh. it's not it's not like secret in that aspect. Another thing about the achievements are uh, one, they're it gets shipped with a title update of the game three achievements that are all story-based. You have to do them, and there are with zero gamer score, so there's that. But almost all of the achievements have very interesting pop culture-like names, which I'm sure you were going to mention. Some of them, uh, I I don't get some of them, but they have to mean something. But uh, you got, like, Get to the Choppa is one of them. Um, 
You don't I, know, I know that? that one. I'm, t- I'm telling you the ones I do oh, know. Okay. Because some of them, <laughs> maybe they are just random, but one is 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. I'm sure that means something Hype. to uh, most of y'all. Well, I'm lost. <laughs> Me too. War, war never changes, things like that. So, I mean, it's it's well done. One monster, <laughs> one jar. <laughs> I mean, come on now. <laughs> but yes uh in regards to your if you have do you have a concern about the two-pointer uh achievement there is an eight gamer score achievement that you is not hard to get i got it i there's actually three achievements between my two-pointer and my eight-pointer but some people you can get it as quick as right after the two-pointer so yeah it's it's kind of random it's hard to tell that you got it yeah <laughs> like, yeah like when when you know what it is like you're like, oh, that's kind of cool, and then you're, but everything's so small that you can't really tell what what you did. Yeah, so if don't worry about this game like being hard to complete or anything like that or messing up your score, it, it won't happen. Yep. I mean, to to me, this is like a sneaky little hit. It's got almost twenty eight thousand track gamers and another forty five hundred on on Win Ten. And that's just the power of Game Pass, huh? Because how? Oh, one hundred word of mouth. Also, I definitely this is after that. Um, after that, Devolver Digital show. This was the game people were talking about. I feel like Devolver Digital has such a interesting and unique show that they automatically are going to get extra attention whether that is good or bad just because of the nature of their showcase. And since this is the game that it it was one of the most unique looking games on their showcase. So everyone kind of, I would imagine wants to play it. And then like you said, being game pass, I mean, it's a 20, you know, it's a $20 game. Would people have bought this for $20? I would have been skeptical uh, just because I, anything like over 10, it's like, Oh, let me think about that. But this is, this is worth Twice. $20. Yeah, I would have bought it once for twenty. Uh, yeah, I would not have bought it twice for twenty. I was gonna say I haven't played it yet, but it looks like it. You know, twenty do- twenty bucks it's seems no fair for us. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've purchased way too many times. And then and not it's, played enough. Um, to be fair, they are supporting Dead Cells. <laughs> it's also very low file size. It's like two hundred yeah. megs. Three hundred megs. Yeah, on the and, and the, on the oh, PC wow. version, people are like modding the game and making their own levels. Really? Um, I, I just I just kind of looked on oh, Steam, and I don't I don't know where you can find numbers, but like it has over five thousand reviews, which I think you have to have played the game to wow. review it. So, and not everybody reviews stuff. So I mean, it is doing well, I think, for like you know the size of the game. That's actually a good thing to note. On TA, it has a 4.05 uh, uh, score, so 4 out of 5 stars. So I, it's highly rated. I haven't heard anyone dislike it. Love a sequel. I will say one thing. If this was like a you know 3D realistic game, it would get like a hard M rating on this. <laughs> Watching the trailer, it is violent. And if it was you know realistic and not sprites, whew, it'd be graphic. Speaking of game with really awesome speaking graphics. Of, speaking of getting lost and needing a map. Oh, boy. Speaking of the next game we're talking about, <laughs> I played The Tourists. 
this is another Game Pass edition, late July, so it's uh, it just came out July 30th, um, and as of August, when did I complete this? Uh, two days ago, like August 1st, so like uh, I, I beat it. It's It says four to five hours on TA. There's, there is an in-game timer I did forget to check, but that's probably right, and it might be a little quick, probably definitely with a guide. If you did without a guide, I think it would take more than that, but... Yes, I played the tourist. I completed the tourist. I have things to say about the tourist, and here they are. The game is visually <laughs> is visually stunning. It's like it, it's voxel based, and it's just like it's like Minecraft with ray tracing kind of thing. Um, it, and it's it, kind of like a fez thing where you can rotate the the camera. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just it's very pleasing to play and look at. Um, mm-hmm. the premise of the game is you are a tourist, so you land on this island and you are given a task, a to-do list. And as you, uh, grow that to-do list, you go to other islands and you have to do more things on your to-do list. And there's puzzles along the way uh, that make up that to-do list. And there's, uh, things that you have to figure out that all leads up to a story that you can complete the game before you finish the story to L's approval whatever i beat i completed the game but then i beat the game so oh, i did see it through um uh, there is so there is that um as far as the achievements go uh they're they're kind of miscellaneous to be honest uh there's like one for finding uh or getting to like the next island but not the rest of the islands uh you gotta talk to a bunch of people and find uh gold coins and basically do all your tasks if you do all of your tasks um in the game you will get most of the achievements the only ones that you won't get which you can go back for uh like i said are miscellaneous like you have to do this mini game perfectly you have to do this certain thing in this mini game uh that happens to be a special trick in a surfing contest which is uh one of the harder ones um and and so it's it's very miscellaneous but if you are one to just kind of go down your checklist and knock everything off, you'll get this completion again, super easy, uh, two ratio right now. I imagine that will go down. Yeah, it it was okay. My only qualms, my only qualms with the game, uh, are that it does not hold your hand in what to do, uh, especially in some of the quote unquote boss areas. Uh, you do have to figure it out for yourself. And I only mention this because there's one boss in particular that I struggled with on on stream. You can go back and watch it and for like 10, 15 minutes. And I was not clear what I needed to do. And I stumbled upon uh, the, the gist of the boss room uh, in order to actually complete it. And once I finally did that, there was a... Uh, like a really dark section that you had to do to finish this. I'll, I'll call it a dungeon. It's not kind of like really a dungeon, but you have to finish it. And before I did that, I did all these hard parts and struggled through this boss and the game crashed on me. Did mm. not save my progress. <laughs> oh, Luckily, it's easier the second time. Um, and this also happened again. You have to play three retro games and you'll probably play each one for like 15 minutes and, and kind of struggle with that. And they're not hard, but 15 minutes of doing something that should be simple, it kind of gets on your nerves. After I did this second one, the game crashed on me again and I had to redo it. So 
<laughs> performance oh, wise, it could be a little bit better, but as a general game, it was fun and I would recommend it, especially on Game Pass. It is a twenty dollar game. If I had to pick between a twenty dollar tourist and a twenty dollar carry on, I would go carry on all the way every day of the week. But again, this one's in Game Pass for you to play. Uh, I believe at least one of you have also played this. Um, anybody want to yeah. talk about it? Anybody else play this besides Corey and myself? Looks like I just not. you, but nope. my friend. Nope. Um, so, Corey, when it came to those mini games, did yeah. you notice anything interesting? <laughs> those mini games comprise of two but uh, one joystick and one button press. That's all you can Pretty do. Much. Pretty much. Uh, the racing game uh, was horrible. Um, yes. I, I had the worst <laughs> time with that. Uh, because I was playing at, I'll say like 2, 2.30 in the morning. Reflexes, not the best. You know, mental capacity, not the best. Um, so I, I really struggled with those. I thought they were going to be murder. Uh, I, I tried them again during the daytime, and they were not bad. Uh, the racing game was totally doable. I wasn't falling off the track like I had been before. Um, there's a kind of like a, a popping, or, you know, you're destroying dynamite, catching dynamite. Um, yeah, that one's that- interesting. You have to get a certain score, a high score, and um, mm-hmm. you get like 50 points for every dynamite, unless it's the one that is lit. If you get that one, it's 100 points. It's 100 there, points. There, there's a secret to that one that makes it super yep. easy. Yep. I didn't realize that until like my fifth attempt of the game and yep. like my... Sounds right. Uh, yeah. It, it took a while before I accidentally hit the thing. It looked like a special... Uh, monster but when yeah. you hit it yeah uh it's a power up <laughs> so when you're playing this game save yourself some time if you see that little power up flying around it looks like a like a fire or something like that uh, yeah the so the pro tip on the the racer game is you got to hit every checkpoint um even if there's a curve and it's gonna throw you off you got to hit it and you got to work with it just know that with this dynamite game after four enemies pop on screen this special thing that kush is talking about does appear Hit that, it freezes the enemies, but it lets you uh, get rid of them, and it gives you 200 points per. So you can really rack up the points in that way. I think you could you make the high score by round five if you kind of are efficient like that. Yeah, yeah it's, that's, it's that's not told totally to cool. you. <laughs> I was a little bit worried about that one, but yeah, once you figure that out, it's it's a piece of cake. And then the third one is just break out, uh, and yeah, that you know, just finish that one. It's not bad. That surf game, yeah, horrible. <laughs> I had the worst time. <laughs> that one probably that. took me like twenty tries. I, I yeah. knew what I needed to do from the start, but it's, I, and I think I only got it like, like on pure luck. Um, I, I watched the video of it, and and what you have to do is you have to do a five forty, and it, you have to get you have to do a bunch of other tricks to build speed up, and then it, I don't know how to trigger it, but it, you can trigger after you get a lot of speed to go way high up. And then you just have to like hold the right, right or left and come down and not crash. And I think I got really lucky on my attempt when that, ha- when that popped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, yes, that was I not- got lucky. So yeah, <laughs> that's the worst part of the game is the, these mini games that they put in. But one fun thing to look at <laughs> um, is that if you get super <laughs> frustrated and you walk away from them, um, they're still playing in the background. They are, yeah. yeah. So when you walk away from them, they're still playing. So they when don't you pause, them, and you cannot pause in. them. Yeah, they zoom into them, and then they zoom oh. out of them and back wow. to the... So it's really cool that they're doing that. Yeah, so uh, my last takeaway of the game before these guys can ask any more questions is, did you use a guide at all? 
I absolutely used a guide. Yeah, but, uh, buddy. I didn't do it until way into the game. I, I probably spent about six to eight hours on this. Um, I didn't, like I said, I wasn't using a guide uh, until like the second day. So like the, that whole first day up to like 2, 2.30 in the morning, didn't use a guide. <laughs> second day, I spent a little bit of time like looking some stuff up and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So, so what does the guide help you with? The guide helps you. Um, uh, was it really a guide or? It, it saves you a lot of time because like if you remember, where to I go said next that you, or puzzles. Definitely where to go next uh, and mm-hmm. what to do. Like, so you have to like pay attention to text on some of these uh, to do <laughs> list oh, items. Boy. If and you have yeah. to solve their little riddle, kind of like <laughs> who to take a photograph of, for example. Uh, and the guide just tells you who to do it. And as, as I mentioned before, you're on several islands. The one thing this th- game does have going for it is that the load times are quick uh, on these islands. And, and luckily, oh, well, because nice. you are switching constantly. Um, but yes, the guide helps you kind of maximize where to go and what to do at, at those times. I, I definitely used it probably sooner I, than you did. <laughs> I definitely used it for um, figuring out some of the more like esoteric, like what, which picture am I supposed to take? You know, who am I supposed to take a picture of and that fun stuff. And then also finding these caves. I I didn't realize that there were caves on almost every Island. In some (laughs) cases, multiple caves on, on per Island that you need to go into and get, um, some collectible for, uh, but yeah, so I, I really enjoyed my time with it. Um, without the guide. Um, I I only say that (laughs) because it took me six to eight hours and everyone else is getting done four hours. Um, so yeah, so I totally enjoyed my time not using the guide. Ooh. Yeah. I'm With no here. bitterness. So yeah, so, the tourist, uh, yeah. Is pretty good. I'm, so it looks like the tourist isn't that bad to complete though, right? So. Oh no. No, no I mean, they're frustrating bits like that. Pretty much the ones that we mentioned, but it's not bad otherwise. And the cave. what did you think of the cave? <laughs> um, cave. Yeah, the mine. The mine. The mine. Oh, so, yeah, so what Kush is referring to is uh, there's one part of the island where you have to uh, sp- go kind of like spelunking almost down these uh, ca- the caves, and they have platforms, and you can throw a rope down. Uh, but otherwise, it's like a 3D platformer. You know, those never mix that well. And uh, you have to do 10 levels of them. And if you mess up at all, you start back at the top of that level, and they get longer and longer, I and mean, I, I did not care for that that section. Uh, it, it could have been like three levels shorter at least. Yeah. Yeah. The one benefit is once you do that and if you collect these diamonds along the way, which you don't have to collect all of them, it's not required, uh, you you will be set as far as money goes for the rest of the game. It will, won't even be a question. Yeah. I, I'd say don't even bother with the mines until you get both of your movement power-ups. So. Yeah. I stumbled upon them once I already had the double jump wink wink um and uh, what was the what, other what, one what? vayner so it's a vayner and, and uh, the double sprint. jump the ability to run yeah yeah, yeah you oh. can kind of combine sprint and run at the same time uh but yeah yeah that's a good 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 shout out actually speaking looking at the achievement oh, no you, you're too kind you're too kind go ahead looking at the achievements this is super easy to die I mean, you just arrive at the island and you get a free 50-pointer. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of backloaded. All the, what, what is it? It's 10 achievements. So they're not all equally uh, distributed point-wise, but they're all big values mostly. 
Now, I laughed out loud one time at the game. Did you ever try to swim out to the ocean? No, because it's so slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first guy you talk to is like, hey, he's a lifeguard. And he's like, hey, don't go swimming. <laughs> so what I do? Well, now you have to. went right back out into the ocean, <laughs> and I swam straight away from him uh, for a good minute. To the and uh, it was worth it. Oh, really? I need to go back and do that. Yeah, I, I laughed out loud when I saw it. So <laughs> I was not expecting what happens. So, Well, if someone says you don't do it, you sounds have to. Like, sounds like fan service. Absolutely. Speaking of fans, actually, I was going to say, speaking of shout outs before, I was going to give a shout out to Achievement Hunting 101 community member, Blaze Flareon. Uh, he was the first person on TA to complete the tourist. Hey. And it looks like awesome. real, uh, looking through the achievements that he wrote a lot of the guides on TA as well. So he's helping people out. Yeah, that's always good to see, especially when so, it's uh, in the community. And actually. Speaking of which, uh, community member B. Smittle was the first person to complete Carrion Win 10 version. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. That's cool. So good job, community. Getting a first completion is pretty cool. Getting the first completion before like typical co- code getters get it is, is really cool. Before yes. code getters, before all the guides were out. Actually, I think Blaze said he used a guide half of the way through. So I guess there's video guides out, or there's Steam. This guides? game existed before Xbox. It was on Steam, I think, something like that. It was on Nintendo Switch for sure. Switch. I was. I thought it was on Switch. I don't think it's on. Steam. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a Switch game. So yeah, that, that's my Switch game uh, showcase. <laughs> oh, what do you got for us? Oh, you know what I got, Kenny. You got what I need. And what I need in my life is just to clean up poop, which is what you're going to be doing soon. But you can practice (laughs) in Zoo Tycoon Ultimate Animal Collection. Now, as you well know, on Thursdays, our lovely clan of Michelle, Peru, Kenny, and myself have been playing. um, We were playing Borderlands 2 for the better part of uh, two and a half years. But then we... Of a decade, yeah, and then um, yeah, your your kid would be in college by then. Uh, and then Halo Reach, we actually <laughs> did pretty quickly, pretty by comparison. So, what do we pick next? Something that does not have guns, unless there's a hot coffee mod or something. Wait, that's something else. That's fan service. Um, Zoo Tycoon is not the type of game you would even expect to be four player co op, but you know what? It is. Makes, it makes the game, the game better, better and a lot easier because the the things you have to do don't change. So and then everyone gets to chip in. So if you have forty five minutes to do it for one person, now you have forty five minutes. All four people can chip in and help. So, Very much a streamlined. Yeah, so, um, what we decided to do first is the scenarios. So Zoo Tycoon Ultimate Edition has additional scenarios uh, that were uh, not in the original Zoo Tycoon. So this is also a Game Pass game, and it's worth a whopping 9,800 TA. This is another game that is a Game Pass special. It's got 50,000 people have played it. So this this is not a remastered of a 360 game. It's a it's a Xbox um, One remaster of an Xbox One game. It's basically an Xbox yes. One 
Uh, yeah, they, it basically like Port. a game of the year type edition that came out with added features. You can make your zoos so, bigger. So on the 360, you had Zoo Tycoon. And for those who have not played this but have played the actual OG Zoo Tycoon, it is nothing like that. It, In some ways, it's worse. <laughs> um, Good pick. <laughs> yeah. I, don't try, Now, don't, don't get my words wrong. I love this game. I really enjoy it. But compared to the early 2000s Zoo Tycoon, it's not as good. But Zoo Tycoon came out on a 360. Then that same game got released on the Xbox One. And then they released the Ultimate Animal Edition, which is basically the exact same thing as the, as the One version. But then they also added more animals. So now there's... Uh, more animals in like Australia and South America. And Nothing like that. transfers so over just, or anything. It's brand new, fresh start. No, no, nothing transfers over. Fresh start, new list. So technically, there's three Zoo Tycoons that you can play, and they all have different well, lists. I'm glad you guys went from the 40 to 50 hour Borderlands 2 to the 100 <laughs> to 120 hour Zoo Tycoon. Um, I mean, the thing with this game is that we could do the scenarios together, but then the grindy achievements we could just play and party so you got to do things like well refill the the stations a hundred times customize 50 attractions and you have to complete photo albums and there's just a lot of grindy achievements but you can just hang out yeah. and party and do that kind of stuff yeah no hate to anybody who enjoys it it just is not my thing honestly it's a simulation management game so it's my thing i've actually played this for a long time before the four of us. I mean, I'm not a simulation it. guy either, but this is very easy to pick up and very easy to learn. Uh, unless you're Prue. <laughs> it's relaxing. Uh, so, Prue, God love you, buddy. We, uh, I guess he carried us through Halo and Borderlands. He decided to take it easy on this one. Or Borderlands. What did I say? Prue absolutely carried uh, us through Borderlands, but we all kind of. We all worked together with Halo since all four of us were at least competent and knew what so we were doing. This, brilliant surgeon does is he notices the achievement list <laughs> that has uh, achievements for riding around in the buggy for a certain amount of time. So while the three of us are working on the zoo, he's in the buggy just riding around out for himself. <laughs> he's just driving. <laughs> so he's the only one who got that achievement on the first night. And then the second night, we noticed he was on mute a lot. So he was either eating or talking to his girlfriend. <laughs> and it's like, bud, you got to help us. He's like, I am. I'm cleaning up the poop. <laughs> and at that point, you couldn't be mad at him. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, there. So I don't know. We've been having fun with that. We did. We did five scenarios the first night, which is an achievement, and we did three more scenarios the second night. Uh, the one thing I meant to say is that. Um, so there was the original Zoo Tycoon that was mentioned, but they shut down the servers without warning. So, which, which is sad. sucks because mainly just because of uh, some achievements became discontinued, but also just the fact that you can't work on them with, with your friends. Just, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I would play this that much by myself except for the grindy ones, but but it's been fun. So, some of the grindy ones, sure, you can, well, I guess technically all the grindy ones you can get together. Like, you can completely go through this co-op or you can completely do it solo. It's your choice. Some of the grindy ones, um, like picking up one thousand pieces of poop, like you are, you know, <laughs> you know, 
you can do that while we're all playing, or if you really want to, you do it by yourself. But some of the other really grindy ones, like the truly grindy ones, is um, filling out 50 photo albums, which is actually the yeah. achievement that should have popped to keep me in G-Task, oh, but no. it didn't because Zoo Tycoon's stupid. Um, and then there's also achievements for like breeding one of every single animal and its color variant, which that just takes time because you just gotta let the the game go and then it's RNG. So there's been so I actually played this for twenty five ish hours before we all jumped in and I actually had most of the achievements done. But and you didn't have the scenarios. Though. I had well, that's because they're a pain. Okay. I just didn't want to do them again. Oh, I, did, I did all did the scenarios in the in the so, other version. So do you, having so much progress, does that help the rest of the group? Um, oh, yeah. So the first so night, yeah. I had a mega zoo uh, set up, basically. So what Elle was talking about before is you can have a bigger zoo. In the other version, they limit you on how much stuff can be in the game at a time. Well, in the Ultimate Animal Edition, they took that away. Well, the area that they give you, I pretty much had it completely filled out. I had a whole bunch of different animals. It was running at like 10 frames a second. It was real bad. It was really choppy. But they, I loaded when I loaded it up and they joined me, they actually auto-popped a couple of achievements. So I was able to help them with that. But then also just the thing that really helps them is I know what I'm doing. And it's like, oh yeah, when this has when this happens here, I'll go here and do this, and this is how we do this. So it's like I can kind of help streamline the process. Is, is there auto pops involved? Yeah, we when I joined his zoo, I can I can help auto pops. So yeah, zoo, invite me. Uh, I got earned a million dollars, built every type of concession, made an animal completely happy. Challenges. Yeah, some stuff popped, uh, some of the uh, breeding ones. Yeah, and also, like we said at the beginning, I just want to touch on real quick, it has 50,000 uh, people that have, that have played it. I think a lot of that is people like myself who has nostalgia for the old one and went, oh my god, a Zoo Tycoon on Xbox. I want to play that. Yeah, I noticed that you played the uh, non-Ultimate Edition for 50 hours. <laughs> yep. Glad you glad you enjoyed. I, it. I would say have you tried it? I would say don't 25. knock it till you try it, but it's not really that great alone. I played the the non ultimate version apparently for almost four hours. All right, um, yeah, that's surprising. Probably the know. worst four hours of my life. <laughs> I mean, um, I was to okay. say this is not a great uh, game. I cleaned up ten animal poops. Congratulations! Thank you. This is a really nice game to play at like the end of the night. It's very. Uh, stress free. You can just chill out. I just like, it. and it's like I said, simulation management. I love. Any I game like how it genre. eases you in genres. So, like, say the feeding station's empty. A notification comes on the screen, and you hit the D pad, and it takes you right there. You don't have to wander around looking for it. So, that's the type of stuff that can be intimidating when you have to look around the whole zoo. Like, where did I put that rhino? Going back to what Kenny said at the beginning, I I think I would enjoy it if it was like the 1995 version of New Tycoon more than Probably. this version. Oh, have you played that uh, one? Played, sim, you know, Sim Tycoon, Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's like sim, the same thing, right? Sim Ant. I mean, Tiger King kite, uh, Tycoon. <laughs> Tiger King. I would play that. I would that. be down oh, for that. Oh, I would check that out. 
Yeah, have a Carol Baskin Easter egg. <laughs> Carol Baskin DLC. Well, we've been having fun with the Tycoon Ultimate Animal Collection. I mean, it is also play anywhere, but I don't know. I feel like this would run really bad on my surface. Mm, yeah, oh, I'm going to say yes. Probably. I'm going to say yes. But if I'm just cleaning up poop, maybe it'll work. Speaking of poop, you've you been playing anything else, uh, Kenny? Uh, I've been playing something that's not oh, yeah? poop. So I streamed the game uh, Friday night, but I played Grounded. Um, This is a game I know, Corey, you've been also really interested in it. I know there's been a couple of people around the community that's been interested in it. It is the new it's one of the new games from Obsidian Entertainment. And if you don't uh, know what it is, think Ark meets Honey I Shrunk the Kids. And it is quite fun. Um I streamed it for about 3 hours. For about the first hour, I played by myself and I have never played a Minecraft or an Ark or anything like that. So playing this was actually kind of my first experience into this genre, and I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, and then after about that hour, Fug messaged me because he's also he was also interested, and he jumped in a party with me. And the two of us wound up playing online for a while. And we were going around killing different bugs. We started building a little base. Nothing too impressive. Um, the one thing, <laughs> the one thing about it, it does get quite creepy. So I don't know about you guys, but I don't like bugs. I'm not like scared to death of them. I don't have a phobia, but I don't like bugs. And there was quite a few times while playing, it's just like. I just kind of get the chills, and I felt like something was crawling on. I had me. you in my ear when I was playing McDungeons, with my Friday night group, and uh, <laughs> I definitely heard some, some, some concerned uh, sounds coming from you that night. Oh, uh, I'm not going to deny it. Uh, there was one part where my heart stopped. I almost had a heart attack, and. Uh, in the game, there's a day-night cycle, and at night, when it starts to get a little bit dark, they tell you, hey, go to sleep, go to sleep. Well, fuck it, we didn't want to do that. We wouldn't have kept doing, kept doing the quests or building or whatever it was that we were doing. Well, I hit start, I'm in the menu, I'm reading different things, and when I get out of the menu, there's a spider in front of me. Well, these spiders at night, and uh, and the worker ants, all the bugs... They have glowing red eyes. Like, it is legitimately freaky. And, I, like I said, I'm in the menu. I get out of the menu, and there is this ginormous spider in front of me. And as soon as I get out, it does, like, its little, like, scream noise. Scared the ever-living daylights out of me. I immediately just ran, found some cover, and then sat there for a good 30 seconds and, ca- and caught my breath because it, it it really got me. There, It was a pretty good jump scare, and it didn't even mean to be. You are right in that I am interested in it, but I'm also interested in it when it's not for fun and for achievements. Come on. Come on, Corey. Yes, that is you the one thing. It, right. it, it is game preview. I reversed it. <laughs> it is game preview so there are no achievements so I absolutely played this for fun and I'll be honest 
I have a couple of friends that was texting me about it. I'm probably going to be playing this periodically with them for fun because I, I really enjoyed the game. It was, the thing it was that good. I I've heard is that since it is previewed, they only have like part like a very small portion of the story available. So would you would just be playing the same thing over again with different people, right? For right now. Yeah, so like there's a slight story and a couple of quests and then it basically stops and goes, "Hey, thanks for playing our game. We'll update it later with more quests." And then at that point it just becomes a backyard mini people sandbox and then you just build your base, fight bugs or whatever. Did Since you check out very much with arc but bugs instead of dinosaurs? Did you check out the settings? I did. Uh, so what Nate's referring to, I assume, is arachnophobia yeah. mode. So th- this is brilliant. This is a really good mode, uh, or a really good idea. It's neat. So basically, you, there's a slider. So the more scared you are of spiders, you can actually make it less and less spider-like. So like, you turn it down and it loses some legs. You turn it down again, and it loses all its legs, and it's just a spider-like body and head. Uh, floating around you can turn it down again and it loses its fangs and then you can turn it down completely and it basically just looks like a cotton ball with eyes floating <laughs> around <laughs> it's, that's such a good idea that's such a neat little ad I mean being Microsoft they should just turn I, into a creeper or something that, um, that would be awesome <laughs> oh that would be great that's a great yeah, idea they definitely need some skin packs now um, One, I have not been keeping up a whole lot with this game, but do you know if Grounded. any anything that you are <laughs> doing right now will it carry over or? Um, I don't see why it wouldn't. I don't know why. I don't know why it wouldn't carry over. I can't tell you one way or the so other. So, like when you boot up the game, um, does it save what you did last time you boot up the game? Yeah. Yeah, you can okay. save your progress. Yeah, I just didn't know from the transition from preview to full release if if they have said anything. So in that case, you keep doing your thing, buddy, and build up your multiplayer yeah. world, and then I'll be there on on, I'll let on you one point out. The achievements. Yeah. Is the game giving you any notifications that you think might give you a hint as to what an achievement list might look like for this? <sighs> nah. I would imagine there would be like kill X amount of ladybugs, kill X amount of spiders, kill X amount of and so on and so forth. Um, okay, so something users actually crafting in it. So when you pick up different items around the world, you there's like little tents that you can go in with some science things and you can go in and science this, these things and it gives you a recipe. So like you put the pebble in there and it tells you what the pebble can make and like I can take when I kill an ant, I get ant bits. I put the bits in, bits in the analyzer, and it tells me, "Oh, I can make ant armor." So I would imagine. So there's the crafting in it like that. So I would imagine you know have a full set of ant armor or whatever the best armor in the game is might be an achievement. Maybe last. It's a survival game, so maybe survive for a week straight on hard. Was this a third person, first person, or both? Um. It was first person. I don't think it's right, any so third. So if you like put on armor, you don't see it. Nah, not until you go into like your main menu or your excuse me, gotcha. your main menu. Then you see it. Disappointing. Okay. 
I mean, this would definitely work great if you could switch between first and third person and then also have like um have different skins. Like they absolutely should have a honey the sh- I sh- we shrunk the kid or honey I shrunk the kid's skin pack. I would buy Rick that. Rick Moranis needs those royalties. 100%. He they really could make a fortune just by having him in the game. Um any other showcases? Yeah. Anybody else have a game they want to talk about? So last month Ryan was leaving Game Pass and I decided to start it. With about five days left, I said, yeah, I think I can get this done. Any rhyme or reason? Wow. Very original. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard that one. (laughs) Yes, but I'll answer. Yes, the reason was it looked like fun. I've been meaning to get to it for however long it's been there. And unfortunately, that was the motivation to get me to do it. So... The time estimate on TA was 8 to 10 hours. There was a walkthrough. I said, all right, let me check this out. So the first thing that's noticeable about the game is that is it is indeed, Nate? Not a Wiener. Oh. <laughs> Disappoint me at every step. It How is colorful. Oh. It's a very colorful game. I know that you've played it. Has it been a little while? It has been a while. Do you remember it? I remember a little bit about it. So I know that we've been talking and you have um, did not use a guide. And um, you were basically saying how that, that might take away from the experience. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Although I think the guide on TA, I think they might do an okay job of not like telling you about the story. Okay. Well, are you talking about story or figuring out the puzzles on your own? Because that's uh, different things. Well, so the pu- yeah, yeah. I would hope that they don't ruin the story. No, they don't ruin the story. Okay. Um, the story, from what I can see, is brought to you in pieces by finding uh, the keyholes, which are basically part of the collectibles. So, I mean, this game, Rhyme, wears its influences on its sleeve it reminded me of Zelda 64. It reminded me of the PlayStation 2 game Eco. Echo? And, what? The no, Dolphin? Not Echo the Dolphin. Okay. Eco. <laughs> I-C-O. I-C-O. <laughs> Do you know that game, Nate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and then, of course, it had Tomb Raider because you have uh, parts where you're shimmying and jumping and that kind of stuff. Ooh. Like Tomb Raider. He likes to shimmy. Lots of climbing, exploring. So those are the games that it reminded me of in one neat little package. Uh, There's no fighting. Um, You can only die by falling into holes usually, and then you just start right back where you die. So there's no real, um, you know, no real uh, penalty. Penalty. Yeah, there you go. No real (laughs) (laughs) problem. I was trying to think of the word. I need to be sent. Need to be sent That's to the penalty late. box. For it's that okay. One. So I know. Oof. So what wound up happening is I did not complete the game. I got halfway through. The game has five chapters, and I finished two of them. But somehow that's halfway because that's what the walkthrough says. Apparently, one of the chapters is really short. Well, chapter four and five is, is condensed into the walkthrough. Um, I noticed that I missed one of the collectibles, even though I was following the walkthrough. And that just 
uh, that just annoyed what, me. And what type of collectible was it? I was one of was the. It? it was one of the emblems. Okay. And I know that you can go back after beating the game and go choose a chapter. And I assume you could just uh, run run through. Oh, that's nice. Not get the collectibles, and if you know what to do, it's probably not so bad. Yep. So yeah, I would say it does ruin a little bit of the puzzle solving, but I would say half of the collectibles are are the type where you'd be like, I wouldn't know how to find this. I would have never found this, so I don't feel bad using it. Um. But for some of the puzzles, yeah, it does ruin a little bit of it, definitely. But I still had fun with it, and I recommend it. I'm going to have to wait for a sale to complete it, or... Yeah, it's uh, like $30. Or find some, $30 or, right or, now. or maybe find yeah. someone's... Uh, may visit somewhere that might have it. Hmm. Hmm. So one of my favorite stats uh, is tracked in this game, and that is time L took to play the game. And you can see the 8 to 10 hour completion <laughs> estimate. And L is rounding up to 23 hours here. Hey, 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 stop it. I'm sure I was on the main <laughs> menu somewhere. <laughs> I left I this game to point on. That out. Stop it. I left this game on for several days. I really intended to bang it out because it felt good to just uh, Doubt. play a campaign. But uh, I, I suggest carry there. on. <laughs> I'd rather play Carrion, thank you. Yeah, it's like there are a lot of people have played this game. So on, on the right on my friends list, it's like every single person has the same TA because they've all completed it. It's like, okay, there's 15 more. Let me view that leaderboard. And it's like, oh, Kush didn't finish it. L didn't finish it. Waka didn't finish it. We got some some late people hey, here. you didn't finish this? Well, <clears throat> so let me tell you. <laughs> I played this game uh, without the guide. So I went through one time. uh just naturally and just kind of saw the game and played the game and experienced the game. Uh, and that's the way I recommend playing this. I really enjoyed this game. So my score, my gamer score in this game does not reflect how I feel about it. Um, so I really like the game and I, hmm? yes, I played. Let's go look. No, I know. I'm asking how many achievements you have. Do you know? Do you have it up? Oh, I have uh 31. Oh, wait, no, the game has 31. <laughs> I have 14. Okay. <laughs> so so when you were talking about the story being um, told through the keyholes, I don't have that many keyholes because I don't think I f- saw them a whole lot. I, mm. I know I, you know, looked through a few of them. You'll uh, so, understand that more about the 20-hour mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I 28 hours you'll, play time. At 28 I think hours. Like 10 and a half hours. You'll find your third yeah. keyhole. <laughs> I'm 10 hours and 18 minutes into the game uh, through a natural playthrough. No guide. Uh, just you know, just having fun. Just one guy, no guide, having fun. So after you games. beat the game, you had no, um, you, you had no intent on going back and trying to clean up. There's, I don't there's talk about it too much. I mean, there's certain achievements <laughs> that I would they're just weird. Like there's one where you have to like basically die on purpose at a boss. Like things that are just weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, wanted I don't to give know if they're spoilers time. necessarily. Okay, Did, were you sad? Like, this is not a game. Yeah, is I didn't want to go back through it? and just play it a second time like immediately and just do all the cleanup. Hmm. While it might be easier, I mean, you like, I get to clearly bought the game, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you can at any time. No, I mean, what I look at. Okay, look at the game trailer. Look at the cover art. I can't resist this game. Like, <laughs> like I understand. So is this one of those? That, so is this one of those yeah. that you don't want to beat because then it'll be done? I know you have that, but sometimes. 
Um, or is it something else? No, okay, not really. Because um, Carrie, you nailed. Like, yeah, Carrie and I went through. Carrie was the perfect length because I was getting sick of it uh, playing the double stack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just like not looking forward to having to go back and find everything. But because I knew it, it was like a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. So it was better this to do game, it while when, I was on your Yeah, this game, when yeah. I was done with the story, I was like, wow. You emotionally um, drained? Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it too right, much. I fine. feel like that's a spoiler. Okay, I understand. Um, but yeah, but I, I really like the experience of this game. Um, I, I don't want to say it's like epic, but it you know there's something to it. Um, okay, and cool. so I do want to go back through with a guide and just see all of it from beginning to end. And it's going to be mm-hmm. pretty fast. Uh, well, I'll have I think to I finish uh, the first chapter a second time. So I'll have yeah, to almost find a way to beat the game and talk yeah. to you about it. Oh yeah. Wink, 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 wink. I would nudge, like nudge. to see these these keyholes. See if that really expands the story more than what I saw. I mean, I found three of them, and being L, I saw them. I said, "Oh, okay, that's story related," but didn't really know what was going on. So yeah, apparently, there's eight of them. Yeah, I, I imagine if you watch all eight in a row, you're like, "Oh." Yeah, there's a video too. So maybe you're you're about to come up on your one year. You're ba- basically not counting your dive, like your one year anniversary since you're like really playing this game, Koosh. So I think you should revisit it soon. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> look at that. November. Was it? Was that the last one she Se- made? No, Se- September. Yeah, September 2019. That's hard. Yeah, one of those embers. <laughs> They're all the same, really. September. Well, I think that about does it for the game showcase. Let's move on to some news. Dude, um, there's some news. There is some news. So, uh, it's actually some bad oh. news, I guess you could say. So, Game Pass, we're losing a couple of games. Oh, no. Um, a, to- a total of five games have been announced that, uh, that they're leaving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately not. Damn. Kingdom Come Deliverance and its uh, Windows 10 counterpart are both leaving. Uh, Yoko's Island Express, Aww. which that's quite upsetting because that's like something I've had on my tag or installed on my Xbox. Xbox, I should say, that I've been wanting to go back to. Space Hawks Tactics, which I have no idea what that is, which is on the Win 10, where the water tastes like wine. That is a Windows game with no achievements, FYI. Okay, that's why it's. I've not heard good things. On if TA, that had achievements, I, no I would have played it. it. Mm-hmm. And a surprising game that's leaving: Devil May Cry Five. Now I say that's surprising because, uh, you know what? Never mind. I take that back. So I thought this was Ninja Theory, and then I just clicked on it and realized it's Capcom. <laughs> so never mind. I was think I was going to say Ninja. Xbox owns Ninja Theory, so it's kind of interesting that that was leaving, but scratch that. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so really, I mean, <laughs> the only thing of substance uh, that you should care about is probably Yoku's Island Express, so Man. get on that. Yeah, that sucks. I'll have to try to play that a little the, bit more. Because where the water makes wine, or tastes like wine, no achievements. Space Hulk, Tactics, Win 10, no console commands. Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance times two. <laughs> Who's going to play those? Um, and Devil May Cry, yeah. Yoku, play Yoku. So I'll be honest, Kingdom Come Deliverance, I would actually really like to play this, but this is one of those open world RPGs that's going to demand, you know, a hundred plus hours to 
TA says 150 to 200 hours to get all the achievements. And I don't have the time for that, unfortunately. But this looked like a game that I, I tell I you would what, enjoy. I own the disc version of this game. I got it for like three bucks, <laughs> and brand new. Did you really? And, uh, I'll send it to you because I don't. I I don't have enough coasters already. Uh, why? Well, I very much appreciate that. I'll send you my address. Yeah, that, and also Kingdom Come Deliverance. I've heard a lot of really good things about really? it. Really? But. <laughs> I did the uh, I did the Game Pass quest, and I think it involved that, and it just uh, wasn't my game. It might be your game. You like those, uh, you know, take a arrow to the knee games. It's not as good as that. It's not <laughs> exactly. as good as that. But I can see a little bit of that to it. Open world RPG. So that uh, if you like those kind of games and very expansive, very in depth. This is probably something you enjoy. I mean, on TA, it's got a it. The rating is a three point nine seven, so it's basically a four out of five stars. So most people that's played it have liked it. I think they did update. And, wow, it, but yeah, at launch, I don't think it had the best press. Yeah, I think at I okay, so that is true. I believe I think at launch it was very buggy, had a lot of problems with it, and then it needed a title update and kind of fix a lot of the issues in the game. On the bright side, though, there is a new game coming to uh, Game Pass that I think the three of you are excited for, but that's Battletoads. It has a launch date of August 20th. Oh, man, this was out of nowhere. I've Yeah. Battletoads. Battletoads. Because, <laughs> yeah, why why announce a game that's coming out in a month at your game showcase? Um, Right. right. Wait. And everyone because I was asking that was for. a Series X showcase, and this is not... This a this will X play game. on that that console. No, won't. Anyways, yeah, August twentieth, they came out with a new trailer and they showed some gameplay. And this game is going to be multi-genre, boys. Multi-genre. There's beat 'em up. There's shooties. There's uh, the the uh, tunnel thing. Driving. That is not. <laughs> there's two cool. tunnels, like two D tunnel and three D tunnel. Yeah. At this like. I think Koosh said it. it had like Rayman style platforming at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked that like looked, it. that looked like the, the 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 best parts were like not the be- the beat 'em up parts. <laughs> well, let's just hope that there's a a part where you're descending in a cave from your tongue. You get a double uh, jump. Yeah, well, and spinning, doing spin kicks. That that's really where the first game shown. See, I never played the original, and this kind of looks like an acid trip. It's in real so, replay. You gotta, you gotta at least yeah, try. Yeah, so that's what you're streaming on Friday. Yes. <laughs> Please. Um, so the one thing that struck me but, about this trailer is that it's it seems to be only couch co-op, and usually I'm all about I was that just couch about co-op, that. but with everything going on, this should really have online co-op, too. With that said, this being in Game Pass, I think this is going to do really well and be pretty popular. At least when it comes out, when it, when it launches. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of hype and a lot of people have been wanting this. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that try this out. Especially like you said, you know, it's in Game Pass. So I don't know. The art style's different. I'm glad you guys are excited for it. The Dark Queen looks interesting. So let's move on to another piece of article. Pizza article. Pizza article. Pizza article. I love pizza articles. I'm hungry. Wow. That was Beep. weird. <laughs> let's move on to 
another piece of news. That that that's that works much better. Uh, so in the console wars, now round up for the week. So Sony announced uh, today that their PlayStation Four DualShock controllers will not work with their PlayStation Five games. Uh, their little, you know. Presley said that we believe the PS5 game should take advantage of the new capabilities and features we're bringing to the platform, including the features of DualSense wireless controller. The DualShock 4 can, however, be used for supported PS4 wow. games. Yeah, that, that's the S9 piece, because you can use your PS4 controller for some things, but not most things. Yeah. So Xbox immediately fired back and said Xbox Series X, oops, sorry, hold on. Xbox <laughs> Series X is backwards compatible with all Ooh. Xbox One controllers across all games. Not only that, the so, new Series X controller will work on your old Xbox. Yeah. So it's like while PlayStation's kind of doing this, you know, hey, buy the PlayStation 5. Everything's, you know, uh, Shoot, I lost, I lost Shiny. I had compatible no, popcorn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> while the uh, while the PlayStation Five is you know exclusive, you know if you could only do this, you know there's only going to be so Proprietary? many PlayStation Four games that are going to be. A, yeah, that's You're the welcome. word. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, like they've come out and said only you know the big PlayStation 4 games are going to be backwards compatible. We're not really, they're not really focused on having any backwards compatibility. Microsoft has basically come out and said, Hey, you're going to have a massive launch lineup because there's going to be a ton of backwards compatibility uh, games right from the Xbox one, which everything should be backwards compatible. Most Xbox 360 titles and a bunch of OG Xbox titles. And you can bring all your uh, controllers and other devices forward with you, which is fantastic. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off for them. Yeah, Cotton. (laughs) I don't know. It's a weird thing because I guess we're lucky in the sense that we don't have to get new controllers if we don't want to. But in the other sense, I mean... I think this wouldn't have been as big of a news uh, article or thing if they just said... PS4 controllers just won't work. You know, you have new console, new controller. But, but since it works on some things, it's just, like, why? Yeah. I agree. And I imagine, like, I don't know if you guys have actually used a PlayStation 4 controller, but they have, like, the light bar on the front on the front of it, and they actually have a touchpad as well. So I imagine that PS5 controller is going to have some sort of, you know, whatever. It's going to vibrate in a certain way or do this or do that or so it wouldn't some their PlayStation 4 controllers wouldn't be able to take full advantage of the features in PlayStation 5 games but does it really Yeah, I've played a a, I played the original DualShock controller the PS1 and so yeah I've pretty much played a DualShock 4 because you know the same thing for for 20 years (laughs) yeah it's a crappy controller yeah there's there's been innovation, but there hasn't been change, if that makes sense. Like, at least with Xbox. It does. It, Ooh, I like change. I, I think that, you know, ergonomically, they have made it better each generation. And, and now we're at the point where the Series X scroller is 
almost the same thing as Xbox One controller, and I I personally think that's the best handheld controller you can have. I honestly don't know how you can get better than an Xbox Elite controller. Well, yeah, sure, sure. I but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Xbox I think that Elite. is the, the shape, the shape, and the position of everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, one per hand. <laughs> I think the Xbox controller is far and away the best controller. I that every so often I go back and play a PlayStation Two game or something like that, and it. I hate it. I hate having to go back and use that controller. I wish I could just take my Xbox controller and plug it into everything. My nephew can do that. Mm-hmm. My, and you can get a nephew that can help you with that, too. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> huh. I didn't think it would work into the PlayStation. All right. Well, that's good to know. But, yeah. I find It's interesting that Sony is taking a very exclusive deal. I guess they're just getting they're just used to being at the top because they have completely dominated Microsoft this this Nate. generation. And Xbox is doing everything user friendly or customer friendly. It's colorful. So, Nate. What? Gun to your head. Okay. In the PS5? <laughs> sure. At some point. That's launch. At not some the point. question I yeah. was expecting. Okay. Did you get PS4 at launch? Um, yes. possibly. And then a pro? Yes. I did not get a pro. And then no, the, I held the, out from the pro. The move? <laughs> the I eye not, toy? No, I actually have, I do not have a pro. I do not have the uh, PSVR. Uh, I've been holding off from that because, you know, there's no Ratchet and Clank VR. You put Ratchet and Clank in VR, oh, yes, uh, that and then I have do? to get it. That would be... Oh, that would be, be fun dank. in VR. and dank, yo. I'm, uh, I'm banking on uh, you know, having bank. a new PC and all these games are coming to pc now like horizon zero dawn all i need is spider-man on a different platform <laughs> and i will be set <sighs> that's the dream but what if it has no achievements that's fine i don't expect it to have achievements mm. you'll play spider yeah speaking of which spidey's coming to avengers for the playstation platform that's poop yeah yeah kinda. to be expected but yeah this is this is destiny spawned. all that game this still is looks all over again Oh no! You know it's our destiny. <laughs> I was really excited for the core. Marvels, the Marvel game, but then one, then I saw it. And I went, eh, I don't need to play this. Maybe if it comes to Game Pass, you kind of need to play it a little bit. I don't think it looks that good. I was Avengers? not impressed with it at first, I'm, but the more they show of it, the more I'm thinking, huh, maybe do it, do it do with me, Nate. Dude. I really <laughs> feel like the Avengers game is going to be along the same lines of like an anthem where it just has all this hype and people are going to play it and it's just going to be meh. Like, I hope I'm wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I really hope I'm wrong. But looking at it, I'm, I'm just not that excited for it. But it's called Avengers. People will play it. Oh, yeah. It's going to sell like hotcakes because it's, you know, it has Marvel yeah. on it. Anything with Mar- that has the Marvel sticker is going to sell like crazy. Howard the Duck baby. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason everyone wants Howard, Howard the, the Duck, Duck RPG, JRPG. I think that's called uh, <laughs> Battle Duck or something. <laughs> Duck Life Battle. Rack, rack. Uh, or oh no. All right, well, moving on. Uh, we quickly wanted to mention this just to kind of get it out there, but. We, as a community, will be doing an extra life this year. Um, 
we're currently scheduled to be having our Extra Life streams on Saturday, November 7th. So we'll have some more details out there. If you have any ideas for stretch goals that we can do, that we could do, let us know. We're, we have some ideas. We've hit the patrons up. So, so yeah, yeah, so we'll, the we'll AH101 to... Twitch channel, it's, it's going to go for at least 24 hours. We'll have different streamers on, and uh, everybody will have uh, their you know donation links or whatever, and it all go towards one goal. And uh, yes. what, what Fufu was saying is stretch goals and like some kind of incentives. Maybe you Incentive. want to yeah, that's the word. pay you know 50 bucks for the kids for Fufu to eat an as blaster on stream. He will do that. If you want to pay $200 for the kids and Fufu will dye his hair green and cut it into a mohawk. So, I mean, you can I, wait. I, I'll don't worry about it. You can help the kids <laughs> and we will do stuff and dance for to the kids. Victorious. Yes. So yeah, that we're, just, uh, we're brainstorming ideas, but it will happen. Um, like he said, Saturday, November 7th. Uh, and so, yeah, stay tuned for yeah, details. We'll, we'll remind you as we get closer. Speaking of money, uh, let's get into wheeling and dealing. Corey, what you got? Okay, so nothing really from me, but if I had to highlight one thing, I did notice that they, there's a ukulele bundle out there that is on sale this week. You get the first ukulele, ukulele and the impossible layer for $15.00. Uh, and that seems like a pretty good deal if you didn't have either of those games. I've been looking for the Impossible Layer. $15 makes it half price, but I already have the first ukulele, so the bundle's not for me, but it, it's getting there, and that is a good price for two games. How about you, El? Um I'm going to pick a game that I could have fun with and get achievements. Uh, the Walking, <laughs> the walking a, Dead, A New Frontier. I've only played one and two so far because I somehow never picked this up. I'm sure as soon as I do, it will be Games with Gold next month, but that's okay. It is $3.74, usually 15 Yeah, so yeah. I think it's, it's a good deal. The wife likes to play that or watch me play that. She tells me what decisions to make, and then I tell her to hold the controller, and she says no. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. I mean, it's like, it's like, what if there's a Twitch thing coming up? I said, so you die and try again. It's really not the end of the world. No. She, you she said, hold your own joystick. Maybe, yeah. After, yeah. We'll leave that one alone. <laughs> I do enough of that, but we'll leave it on. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Nate, what about you? <laughs> yeah. So, um, kind of a rough week for sales, but, um, Looking at Rage 2 Deluxe Edition, it's fifteen ninety nine down from 80 and contains two add-ons that contain achievements. Well done. Uh, it's 1,435 gamer score uh, and 4,414 TA, I'm assuming because it's in Game Pass currently, uh, but the DLC obviously is not. I so, didn't know that this had DLC with achievements. Yes, that sir. Good or All right, that's going in the cart. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's on my cart. I don't know if I'm going to be purchasing it before the end of the week, but who knows? So He's going to get it. Uh, uh, one thing 80, I totally wow. did get uh, is Dante's Inferno DLC, The Trials of St. Lucia. How did you get that? Well, let me tell you. Uh, I saw it in the Discord today, and I should probably give credit where credit is due. 
Let's scroll up about take a, 12 pages. Take a little peek. Dante's fighter chip. Dude, while we're waiting, he won a Mikey Barra giveaway on Twitter. Oh, nice. What do you get? 11 games. What? Oh, nice. Fuck you, him. And also, Comic Costume Quest is on sale for 360 by the way. But you can get it for free on the Japan store. How do you do that? Uh, well, you can go to RP Gainer right now and look. But if you go to Will and Dylan, people posted other games that are apparently free right now. So through the magic of editing, it only get took me a holes. second to find this. Uh, earlier today, Ahizo uh, mentioned oh. yeah, that the Trials of St. Lucia DLC... Uh, well, actually, he was saying that the servers were back up. So to get the achievements while you could. And then I went and checked, and the DLC that I think had been delisted was for sale. Now, you couldn't get it through the website. You had to do all this through the X1 store because all the stuff that's been going on recently with delisted games that are currently back up for sale are all purchasable through the X1, but not through the website. It's my understanding of it. So I went and checked, and sure enough, I could get this DLC that I did not pick up in time before it was delisted. I was able to purchase it for full price, so that's $5 down from $5. Uh, it is 250 gamer score for the Trials of St. Lucia. And then I spent time today uh, just going through and getting the stuff that was formally marked as delisted. Now, TA very quickly today uh, started basically flipping those back to uh, not be delisted. So, And it does look like everything in that DLC is completable uh, now. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not going to turn it back off. So if you're going to do it, be warned. Uh, be fast, uh, and uh, you know, hopefully this, these things won't go back down, and hopefully this is a sign, maybe, uh, that more delisted content is coming back as a result of, you know, whatever, just, you know, uh, you know, uh, hey, what's up to great. Sony, you know, <laughs> and like, hey, we're, gonna, we're actually bringing <laughs> back more content. Not only are we backwards compatible, we're also rolling back the clock and bring back things that we took off the shelf. So that would be super cool. I'm probably just dreaming. There you go. Dante's Inferno. Trials of St. Lucia DLC. I've heard that's really hard. All right. Well, so far, it's not so bad. Um, the I think the difficult part is the trials, the EA trials. I think there's 25. I want to say 25. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So the achievement called It's in the Trial. Uh, and this is for beating 25 different single player and 15 different two player EA trials. So these are trials that were put together by EA themselves. Now I've gone through and I've done four or five of the single player. And so far they're not so bad. I'm told that they ramp up towards the end. Uh, and that the difficulty really is in the, in the two player trials. Um, I think I'm going to party up with weasel pizza and we are going to try to knock some Yummy. of that out a little bit later. Uh, hopefully not too far from now in case they do decide to, uh, you know, pull that plug again on the server. Um, but yeah, so that's the difficult one. Everything else is totally doable because the community has gotten together and put together a huge playlist of levels that can be beaten in about 10 seconds. Uh, you just yeah, oh, you wow. basically just run in, uh, smack a bomb that's in the middle of the level, hold your block button, and then everything dies. And you just do that hundreds of times, like two, 200 times roughly. And uh, eh, maybe 300 times, and then you're good. Now, the only reason you would do it that way is, is if you're voting. Once you've voted, I think you can just run the same level over and over and over again, and that's much faster because then you don't have to deal with load times 
searching and adding things to your favorites list. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You can just play those over and over again. So the last 100 that I had to do took barely any time at all. All right. Cool. Yeah. Kenneth, do you have a sale? Yeah. So I got, I got one game to recommend. Um, I know this has been on sale a long time ago and this was, Michelle was actually on the show while, when this was on sale. And I think if I'm remembering it correctly, she was trying to sell it to Nate and I, um, but the game is transcripted, usually $8 down to $1.59. So it's definitely within, you know, my price range, cheap ass mm-hmm, roundup mm-hmm. of the week. Um, the reason why Michelle liked it is it's a puzzle game and it's also a shoot 'em up. So it's like puzzle shoot 'em up. Um, it kind of looks like, uh, what's that game? Zumba's uh, Revenge. Zumba, Zumba's Zuma. Revenge. Yeah. Zuma, not Zumba. Yeah, Zuma, thank you. <laughs> it kind of reminds me <laughs> of that, but I don't know. I like shoot 'em ups. This looks interesting. And like I said, $1.59. Can't beat it. But along with the cheap games, we got a couple of games of gold. And, uh,. Yeah, we got games of gold. Uh, well, let me let me just rattle these off. So we got Portal Knights available August first to thirty first. Uh, then we have Override, which is available August sixteenth to the to September fifteenth. There are your Xbox One games. Now we have two OG Xbox games, which means you know no achievements. We have. MX Unleashed with August 1st to August 15th. And then we have Red Faction 2 August 16th to August 31st. Yeah. Uh, um, Portal Light sounds so, fun. If, well, I wasn't sold on any of these games. Nate told me about Override and it's like, okay, I can see me playing that. But if you're on Twitter at all or in a Discord, yeah. No one's excited for this. This is uh Is it fair to say this is the weakest month they have, they've ever had? If you're an it's achievement hunter, time. If you're an achievement hunter, there's two games right off that don't have achievements, so right away. Yes. Not I mean, to speak to the quality. Not even of the games. just as a ch- achievement hunter, just as an Xbox fan, achievements aside, like Yep. Yeah. I mean, G- two generally of the games, speaking. Like like I was saying, two of the games have no achievements. The third game was uh, games with, uh, not games with gold, but it was a free weekend, uh, which is when I completed it. It was on a free weekend, so I didn't pay anything for it. Got all the achievements. And then the other one is Portal Knights. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> make of that what you will. Someone was singing its praises. I think uh, EOHJ. Yeah, for the kitties, it's two-player co-op. And that could like, be fun. It's like, like Minecraft-ish, but it's also yeah. 60 to 80 hours. All right. Not counting so DLC. So is Minecraft. <laughs> no, no, Minecraft's oh. one hour. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Minecraft's really easy except for one achievement that takes 30 hours. But yeah, like, it's four free games. And, you know, it's basically I'm going to, you know, download them. So I have the license, and then I'm and to have them in my library. But then I'm immediately going to uninstall them. So I mean, thanks. I get four new four games that I previously haven't had access to. But 
Yeah, it's not the best. Games of Gold, honestly, really has just been nothing lately. Like, you can pretty much tell that this is the first podcast of the month because we're crapping on Games of Gold. <laughs> New game, or free games, can't complain, but at the same time, everyone's going to complain. But let's get on to some contests. It's the first of the month, so we should just tell you about what's going on, right? Uh, Chewie's going to yep, have an in-depth in-depth uh, Chewy's Challenge Roundup. Uh, but just to let you know the new matchups, we have a 32 participant, 300, 360, 32 <laughs> participant, 360, Xbox 360 Gamer Score Tournament, King of the Red Ring. This uh, is presented by Vulgar Latin and his big brain. Uh, so that's going to be the biggest one there. Uh, Fighter Chip and Framehole are competing for highest completion percentage in Destiny 2 this month. Uh, for most gamer score, we have the team of Fresh Meat versus the Horsemen. That is a 4v4 match. And now we have our title matches. Uh, these bouts come from Death and Taxes versus Twin Riders. This is for the Tag Team Championship, the International uh Intercontinental. Intercontinental. I don't. I don't watch wrestling. Stop uh, that. that. You belt. know exactly what it is. That belt is uh, <laughs> happening between Vulgar Latin and Hatton 90 for most gamer score in greater than 1.5 ratio achievement. So got to be a little bit good on that one. And then finally, our big championship belt contains our, spoiler alert, Royal Rumble winner, Triple Triad, versus the reigning champ, Elroy OMJ, best two out of three genres, TPS, dance, and automobile. Can someone please remind me what TPS is? Third-person shooter. <laughs> Third-person shooter. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought it was TPS. I keep thinking I keep thinking the pre-sequel for Borderlands, so they're they are not <laughs> playing Borderlands because that's first person. Anyways, that's Chewy's challenge. More details coming up. Uh, Nate, what's up with the gamer tag challenge? New month, new name, right? New month, new name. Uh, speaking of new names, last month's name. Uh, was Philip Wendell, and he chose Outer Wilds, proper names, blah, blah, blah. We drew our winner, and it is Alex R. Davies. Some quick stats, because people love numbers. We had 28 participants. We had 284 letters picked. We had 11 bonus games uh, completed previously or achievements earned. We had 91 bonus achievements uh, that were valid that people put in. Uh, we had 107 entered. That's always fun to read. And we had a total of 536 <laughs> draws. And like we said, the winner wow. was Alex R. Davies. And he had all 14 letters, a bonus game, and 12 bonus achievements. Nice job, Alex. Our overachievers whoop, whoop. were Matism and Northern Lass. They got uh, <laughs> 16 each. Nice. Wow. Yep. Now, next month is August. And by next month, I mean this month. And our <laughs> gamer tag is Hack and Pwn. <laughs> Uh, he nice. chose the Fallout series, not on PC. So he does not like <laughs> L. What does he not like? Um, Mavis Beacon. Typing. Con... Console commands. Console commands. There you go. There it is. Uh, and so, yeah. So any Fallout series not on the PC. Now, Saucy Slingo likes to game the system. And he said, well, what about Fallout Shelter? And uh, I was just about yeah, to ask. And, and Hack and Bone <laughs> said, yeah, whatever. Uh, so he's, he, so he's going to allow that one. He's like, whatever, Saucy. Uh, so, Sounds like so a I perfect answer. 
But anything that takes console commands, uh, good luck. No, thank you. Now, the bonus we picked for this is best pac uh, practices or good practices. So any achievement with a letter, number, and punctuation in the title, limit one per game. Pick a secure password, everybody. Password is Taco Bell. Oh, I get it. Hack. Yes. Hack. Oh, oh and before you okay. ask, because people have asked. I did not get that bonus. People have, oh, sorry. Okay, well, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought now, it was obvious, yeah. but okay. Now I there got go. it. Okay. You're picking a solid, you know, a secure password, everybody. You're picking a number. You're picking a letter. You're picking that's good. Punctuation. No, that's, that's a good yeah. bonus. I you like it. You can't spell out the number because that's letters. <laughs> How? Okay. If you spell the word one, O-N-E, <laughs> that's three letters. So that is not a number. I'm looking for uh, A through Z. can be capital. can be lower. It doesn't matter. It's all in there. You looking for zero through nine anywhere in the achievement title? Capital no Roman any numerals. punctuation besides the space. So we're looking for periods, exclamations, any sort of brackets, quotes, whatever. Uh, semicolons, that, colons, they're all good. Hyphens, love them. So uh, if they're in that there, that is the hardest achievement or the hardest bonus to try to search. Yes, for. it's gonna be very hard to search for. But go check out Halo games because they've got a ton of them. Hint, hint. Interesting. I cannot wait to see the stats on how many people figure out what achievements to get for those hey guys. Bonus. You remember what contest I like? Good sandwich eating. That's not a contest. That's me Nathan's winning hot dogs all the contest. Nathan. I was gonna say Nathan's hot dogs. The dude ate like seventy five or something like that. Yo, they don't call me Joey Chestnut for nothing. Contest I like, of course, is the random to do list. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. It is a thing. It's been a while since we talked yeah, about that. Yeah, what the hell is up with that? RTDD. I mean, oh. it's not that I'm just bringing it up because I had a full cuckoo combo this month. Because I would hey. never do that. But actually, three people had full combos. And that would be Freshy Fresh, myself, and MDP73, except he did it on lowly sweezy mode. Uh, rounding out the top five are NBA Kirkland Wanda's husband at 23 achievements and Enigma Gamer at 17 achievements. Nicely done. To remind everyone uh, to join the random to-do list, you um, have to go into hashtag role management, and then you uh, have to opt into RTDL, correct? That's an opt-in yeah, channel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. You don't have to do that channel to participate, but... Uh, ZZ Ever Spaceman, who runs the thing, uh, hangs out in there. Uh, there's a fancy bot that shows when achievements uh, are unlocked from your lists and when new lists are generated and when they're re-rolled. It's pretty cool stuff. I believe you at RTDL-admin. And there's two or three people that have access to giving you lists now. It is not too late to join for August. You can join at any time. And I think it's getting close to where we're going to want to run a team RTDL again. Maybe as early as September. We'll, 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 we're going to talk about it. Tell us you want it. If you're Tell interested you in it, at, at L in at the Discord, L, that way L. he no, get, me, but gets yes, an idea of me. Uh, who would be interested in it. All right. And the last contest we want to remind you about uh, on a monthly basis is Street King. That is a thing uh, that Skeptical Mario is tracking. He is tracking all of your 10 day achievement win streaks. Uh, and again, just like RTDL, you can opt in pretty much at any time. He'll 
get look at your history, but we are nearing the end of the year, so it will be hard to catch up if uh, if you've just had one big streak. Uh, but just a shout out the top seven gamers for no particular reason. Seven we mm-hmm. have uh, in uh, starting at the top we have J Black at thirteen streaks, Facial Lafleur and Az Mongoose at eleven, P Tart and Freaky Ro at ten, and Skeptic Mario and myself at eight. The totally standard, always done <laughs> top seven. <laughs> yeah. I like it. And that will do it for contests. Speaking of no longer contests, uh, we did our patron drawing. And our winner this month is Michael KB. Nice. Woo! Tell us what do you want. Thank you so much. Yeah, buddy. What do you win? What do you win? What do you win? He won a uh, money. He won a money. He won, he won money. a money. He won a money, and if you want to win a money, exactly, uh, you <laughs> can be entered into that drawing for a money. Uh, if you just uh, sub to us on Patreon, uh, we check out the show notes for the links, and yeah, you get entered in a drawing, and hopefully, we got plans. We we are we got lots of staff plans. meetings now, and uh, hopefully, uh, we got some patron exclusive content in the works we have some uh patron content uh we have been slacking on that like you said we want to get back to doing some more content for you guys to reward those who generously support and help the show out and then also don't forget you get into brag into uh, not brag camp into the patron vip room which is super secret Uh discord that's right yeah there's a discord channel for patrons that uh is is active and you have some other perks where you can get like your own emo you can get your own color in the discord um and back to the content thing we're gonna be making new content we haven't in a little bit uh but that doesn't mean you can't see the backdated content you can just come in on the patron and you can see everything that we've put out there uh no matter how long ago that was so and patrons are the ones that influence the show. Whenever we have an idea or whenever we need opinions, we go to our patrons. They help mold this. So, so thank you all to who yeah. Thank you all to those that help support the show. Couldn't do it without you. But with that, it is time for Brag Camp. And just as a reminder that if you want to be on our radar for milestones, then please friend the TA profile AH101 pound 4639 because some dingus won't give us the AH101 pro- profile on TA. Dingus? You really are yeah, dingus. vulgar today. You're the new vulgar. Vulgar foo-foo. All right, looks like I'm leading off today. Wow. You are leading usually, off today. I I'm usually the up. rear end. You're, don't worry, you're still the rear end Thank of the show. Proclamation point. Comprichos. Alpha Seagulls got 25 completions. Ahizo, 350 completions. Kingsman, 450. Legohead, 600. And Jimbot UK, also 600. All right, completion percentage. Mr. Alpha Seagulls got 25% after his crazy bean dive. Death Dealers... Also did a bean dive, I believe. I don't know. I'm surprised she's up to 46% already. Hmm. Triple triad. Well, Vicky's a machine. Triple triad's another crazy guy. More on him later. 68%. Elroy OMJ. Love that guy. Love that guy. 
He's at 75%. Not to be outdone by Waka Pale, who is just delightful. Come on, guys. I know it's late. Oh, this is easy. Is. Also 75%. They should have a challenge to get to 76% first. And Tony Coconuts. Mm. African or European TA ratio of 2.3. Wow, that's pretty good. That's a really good ratio. You know what's uh, also really good? 10-day streaks. And leading off on 10-day streaks is Triple Triad again. Uh, Wheezy Fuzz, Ice Fire TN, Koosh Moose, uh, Kingsman 2625, myself, P-Tart, TX, Oz, Buffniak, and Alex RD are all on 10-day Win streaks. Got to get those streak king points. Continuing their longer streaks, we have Crunchy Goblin and Dunkos on 100 days. What the Fug at 400 days. Bastion Raider at 950 days. And Saucy Slingo, 2,300 days. For achievements one, we have Doughboy. He has reached 6,500 achievements one. I have reached 13,000 achievements one. Apparently, I hear my name a lot this show. Ice Fire TN. Hi, Rocker, dude. For, hello. Uh, 14,500. What the fuck? 16,500. Lego Head, 1977. 19,500. Hyzo, 20,000. Kingsman, 21,000. Elroy, 25,000. And Triple Triad again uh, is at 28,000. Achievement one. Wow, this guy just keeps popping up. Look at he just wants everyone to hear his name. Rocker dude. Rocker dude fifty twelve <laughs> has reached a new milestone of four hundred and fifty thousand gamer score, who apparently has been tied with a Hizo who's also hit up four hundred and fifty thousand. All right, gamer all right. Score. We need to race Hizo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me up when you hear this. We need to race to five hundred thousand. Let's do it. Let's do it. Kingsman 2625, 650,000 gamer score. Vulgar Latin, also 650,000 gamer score. Maybe you two should race to 700. That's a ties. And Prue has hit 850,000 gamer Thanks score. Thanks to us. Yeah, totally. Zoo Tycoon. Uh, <laughs> in the way of TA score, Tony Coconuts, 350,000. The Joe Dean, 750,000. Nate over there has hit 800,000 along with Seamus McLimey and Mike Pitch. Bastion Reader has hit 900,000. Facial LaFleur and Lego Head has hit 1.15 million TA score. Kingsman 2625 has hit 1.2 million TA score. And Triple Triad has hit 1.4 million TA score. Ooh, I get to read the leaderboards. The Alpha Seagull, our favorite PlayStation convert, has now reached the <laughs> top 50,000 of the True Achievement leaderboard for shmups. Death Dealers is now in the top 100,000 of the True Achievement leaderboard for role-playing. Matism in the top 1,000 USA True Achievement leaderboard for role-playing. Lots of role-playing. The Alpha Seagull is now in the top 2,000 of the New York Gamer Score leaderboard. Hey, have you guys met? You're all in New York, so... Good for you. Uh, Alex RD in the top 20,000 of the TA Diff leaderboard for strategy. That's on a Thursday. Uh, Lego 1977, <laughs> now in the top 1,000 of the Gamer Score leaderboard. A Heizel in the top 500 of the USA Achievements 1 leaderboard. 
Kingsman 2625 is now in the top 100 of the U.S. Gamerscore leaderboard for Sandbox, the top 5 of the Washington Gamerscore leaderboard for Sandbox, and the top 200 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Sandbox. Crunchy Goblin 16 right. is now in the top 200 of the Ontario True Achievement leaderboards for Xbox One. And the Alpha Seagull, we haven't heard about <laughs> him in a while, is now in the top 100 of the New York True Achievement leaderboard for Visual Novel. Already? Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm, wonder where I am. On. Uh, not in the top 100. I want to do a, a retroactive um, uh, shout out real quick for Brad Camp. We had a, um, a late friend request on the uh, achievement, the AH101 TA account. So his did not get pulled through the other week. Uh, and I just wanted to shout it out because it is pretty cool. Reset 42 is number one in New Zealand games played leaderboard for Xbox 360, Dungeon Crawler, and Action RPG. Nice. That's a good one. Always good to be number one. Reset is always a low-key RTDL. Very low-key. He'll be good. Else pushing his team team RTDL. Team RTDL is Turtle. <laughs> How have we not thought of this before? Uh, wow! Yeah, Seriously, how have we not seen that? Shit. How did that not happen before? Oh, okay, sorry. Just save "I Like Turtle" for a future episode title. <laughs> oh man, Thank that's you. good. That was great. <laughs> All right, well, that will about do it for this portion of the show. Uh, coming up, we got a bunch of different segments. Be sure to stick around for those. Um, if you enjoy the show, be sure to you know check out all the different socials. We're on Twitter at Achievements One Hundred One. If you're not in the Discord, what the heck's wrong with you? Discord.io/slash AH One Hundred One. It's a good old time. Get in, get involved. It's awesome. Uh, we mentioned Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Achievement Hunting One Hundred One. If you can help us out, we greatly appreciate it. And Twitch, we're streaming out. Fine. Over on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Nearly every single day we have streams going up. If you have a if you have Amazon Prime and you can sub to us, it is completely free to you and it helps us out. It's it, it's a free way to help out the show. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. One uh one highlight for the Twitch this week is you know, Corey's gonna be doing a ID at Xbox Power Hour. You got any idea what you're going to be playing? Uh, actually, I do. So uh, every Thursday, I stream for a couple hours, and I like to do some ID games uh, that we have. And this week in particular, I'm extra excited because we have Skater XL on deck. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, man. And I'm excited and for I'm that. And I'm just going to tease you a little bit. My stream will be 100% better. If you've ever vid- visited during my stream before, uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a different show this week, so I encourage you to I tune am in. So excited for this. costumes. Maybe <laughs> he's gonna be on the Tony Hawk ride uh, live surfboard surfboard <laughs> skateboard <laughs> surfboard. <laughs> this isn't Kelly he's Slater be surfing now. while he. Uh, that was a good game. So yes, uh, I I got a new PC. Well, I should have it by stream day, hopefully, and uh, I'm. My production value should go through the roof. I can't oh, it's going to be awesome. So it came from Do Game Pass live. Tuesday, Cooperative Dissonance Wednesday, Corey's thing, 
with power on Thursday and Kenny on Friday. This Friday, this this Friday, Gem Screw, come check it out. It's first it's Mythic Friday, Gem so Screw. I'll be I'll be open opening up over six thousand chests, so I've saved up a lot of keys. Wait, wait, individual Hopefully chests. We get something good. Six thousand. Well, no, he'll do them a couple hundred at a time. Yeah. Uh, like what kind you, of keys? You have yeah, any, there's an option to open like what five hundred. Kind of you have any planned guests? Like skeleton keys, Ale- Alicia keys, Florida keys. Turkeys. What's going on? Turkeys. Uh, <laughs> you got. You got to come to the stream and find out. All right, I'm down. I would. I. Totally doubt that. Don't that game. No, All I'll, right. I'll be there. That's it for us. Thank you guys for listening. Like I said, keep keep listening after the beep beeps and boops that you're about to hear. We got Bean Divers and you know uh, Bean Divers unanimous coming up. Thanks for no, listening, no, guys. No, later. No. no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, it's not unanimous. It's unanonymous. <laughs> oh, I thought un-anonymous. I thought he misspelled it. <laughs> No, no, the whole joke. Unanimous Unanimous doesn't make sense. It's not unanonymous. Is not a word. It's but it's chewy. All right, well, well, I I corrected it in my Discord notes. Was like that's not a word. (laughs) 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 It had the red squiggles. It's chewy. We got something with chewy coming up and bean diving. Check it out. It was great. Oh boy, you're gonna (laughs) love this podcast. It's unanimous. Or unanonymous. Bye. Class dismissed. Chief of the watch, sound the dive alarm. Pass the word along to one MC. Main valve. I should pass you the word. Dive, dive, dive. That is a firm. We are in a dive. We are in a dive. Abort. Dive, dive, dive. 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 Hello and welcome back to Bean Divers Unanonymous, where we will be hearing the stories of four more bean divers. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, my name is Ahizo and I'm a bean diver. Welcome Welcome to the How many times have you bean dived? Uh, I have bean dived, I believe, eight times. I've done it every year since since it became an official event on TA. Wow, so you are a veteran bean diver. I am. Matched only by Bean Potter himself. Pretty much. And this year, how many games did you dive? I dove 121 games this year. And can you give me your headline stats from that big old dive? Uh, Yeah, I dropped a whopping 3.42% off of that. And I needed a little over 1,800 achievements for recovery. So at 1,800 achievements over 365 days you're looking at about five achievements a day to recover yeah that seems doable yeah definitely i've got enough easy things to help me recover if i need to cheese things a little bit so have every one of your eight dives been as big as this one or is this one different no they've they've varied i think when i was looking at some of my older ones i think i had dives as small as maybe 40 games 30 games uh, most of them, I think, have floated around the 60 to 80 mark. And what what made you push it so hard? 
Uh, normally when I do these, I if, if I find a game that I have that I want to dive, but it's going to take more than maybe an hour, I just skip it. Uh, this year I decided I wanted to get my game collection down to the point where I did not have any unstarted games in that collection. Uh, so that meant deleting anything that was from Game Pass or EA Access that I just didn't want to play and diving absolutely everything else. So you went full dive? I went full dive. Wow. So uh, you've pretty much answered the next question, I think. So how would you characterize your dive? So you've said it's pretty much all of your unstarted games. Did you notice any kind of patterns with those games? Was there a lot of easy stuff, AAA stuff? Uh, it was mostly smaller games, uh, things that I definitely remember picking up on sales is kind of a, oh yeah, I'll sh I'm sure I'll get to that eventually sort of thing, and it's $8, so why not? Uh, there's a lot of good things like that. A lot of Game Pass stuff. That was, I believe most of my stuff was Game Pass. Oh, so you're playing a risky game there. Diving Game Pass games. Oh yeah. It's a lottery, right? I'd love to live dangerously. <laughs> so... Uh, out of the 120-odd games that you've dived, which game stood out to you as the one that you think, I want to go back and play that game? Number one would probably have to be Jurassic World Evolution. Uh, it was, I uh, can't recall if it was Game Pass or Games with Gold. I believe it was Games with Gold late last year. Yeah, it was. From my brief time playing it, it's a, you build your, you build your own Jurassic Park, and felt like a spiritual successor to, I don't know if you've played it, but back on the original Xbox, there was Jurassic Park Operation Genesis, which was the same thing. You got to build your own Jurassic Park, you raised your dinosaurs, you went out and had to put them down if they went started going crazy. It's basically a much cooler roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, wow. Okay, yeah, so I never played that original game, but I also joined you in this dive, and what stood out to me was the soothing tones of jeff goldblum as dr malcolm oh yeah and that that hooked me straight away uh so flipping that coin which game stood out to you as one that you really don't want to go back to i go down to the bottom of the pile that one definitely has to go to observation it was uh definitely one of the most boring games i have ever dived and it didn't seem like it was going to pick up it kind of felt like the rest of the game was just going to be more of the same and I'm, it, it may very well be one of the most boring games I've ever played. Wow, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that one. Give me a little uh, pricey of that. Uh, the part that I did for the bean dive was basically the intro section, and you're playing as the AI computer on a space station. When the game starts, your space station has, I don't know if something has hit it or what, they didn't really explain, but for some reason it's damaged. And the whole intro section is just you bouncing around as the AI, switching between cameras on different floors, and it's sort of a point and click. So like you have to go to a certain room and you have to look over at the panel next to the door for this person who's in the station directing you, and you have to select the panel to open the door so they can get to the next hub. And that was the entire intro, was just doing that for a solid 30, 45 minutes. Oof. If it were more fast-paced, I could deal with it, but it was it was abysmal. Yeah, so when you described the concept to me of playing an AI, I immediately jumped into 2001 Space Odyssey, you know, Mother, the, the, the uh, AI from <laughs> Alien. And I was thinking, in this game, if you can get pe blast people out of an airlock into deep space, then that sounds like a cool game. 
but what you've just described does not match that. Yeah, I mean, if if they turn it around and I get to do that at some point in the game, I will consider it a win. Yeah, if you can turn off the oxygen. Yeah, right. Like, like I, I hope I haven't really looked through the list. I'm hoping there's one for like you know kill this person on your space station. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, closing a door on someone's uh, toes. Exactly. Just for Take the lols. Yeah. If that's not the game, then that's a game I want to play. <laughs> okay, so uh, and now out of all the games you played, did, was, did anything stand out particularly easy to dive for any uh, divers out there who want some tips? Yeah, for those, the easiest ones I dived this year would definitely have to be the As Divine Hearts games. Uh, there are a couple of turn-based RPGs, and basically the dive was just watch the intro cinematic for both of them. The cutscene itself is more of an in-game conversation between your character and someone else. So, you know, you could speed up the chat, but that's about it. But all in all, it took maybe five minutes apiece. Excellent. And and then flipping that around, you know, I'm assuming the answer could be observation, but which uh, (laughs) game did you find the most arduous to dive? Well, I, I I, I didn't want to choose that one only because I didn't want to use it twice. Okay. I would probably have to. Um, <laughs> it, it's definitely it's close between that and Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. That one mostly just because I spent a lot of time trying to do one achievement, and I couldn't figure out where the heck I was going, and the guides I found were not helpful at all in directing me. And so after trying for about an hour, I just said, I'm just going to go complete quests for a while and hope that I eventually unlock something. And that's what I did. Nice. So how long all told did that take? I think I put... Probably hour and a half, hour 45 into it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a long time not to earn an achievement up front. Playing games like that, you know, you start getting the itch, the withdrawal symptoms start kicking in. You think, I've been playing this game for an hour and a half and I've got nothing. Need that bleep bloop, man. Well, we think we're looking at probably about five achievements a day on average to recover. And that's without starting any new games, which I know is a tough ask. Do you think you actually have a reasonable chance of recovery this year, seeing as this is your biggest dive ever yeah i think so uh when i was first looking at it when i first saw the numbers you know i'm in the i'm in a streak right now that's only been going for about six months and it's got almost twice as many achievements as i need for recovery uh so i definitely think i can pull it off obviously i've done a handful of rats and acas and minecraft stacks and things that certainly impacted that but i, I think i can pull off five a day as long as i'm trying to keep my streak going so after all of this experience every year diving, I mean, you're a veteran now. I'm assuming you're planning to dive again next year, regardless of recovery. Most definitely. The only way that changes is if for some reason I just decide I don't want to do achievements anymore. Now it's time to get a little uh, little ponderous, a little hypothetical. Why do you think that we bean dive? Well, the easy answer is that we have a user on TA who is an absolute madman and roped everybody into his madness and then somehow convinced Rich to turn this into an official event. That madman, for anyone who doesn't know, is the one and only... That is Ian Potter. I think more. I've seen more people who dive for the general challenge of seeing if they can recover rather than trying to knock games off their own playlist like I did. Uh, I, th- I think that tends to be the more common background to it for people that I've seen is just, they, they just want to knock a bunch out, see if they can get a big number for recovery and then pull it off. 
regardless of how many games they start. Okay. Thank you very much for sharing with us your Bean Dive story. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hello, my name is Northern Lass and I am a Bean Diver. Welcome, Northern Lass. Please tell me, how many times have you Bean Dived? This is my fourth year diving. I didn't recover last year, but I recovered the first two years. Okay, so you're not quite a veteran, but you've done it a few times. Yeah. And tell me, this year, how many games did you end up diving? I dived 200 games, which was an 8.94% drop. And I need 2,858 achievements to recover. 200 games. That's quite a fair amount. I think the last time we spoke, you were at like 116. So you really jumped up the numbers there. Yeah, I think I got to about 173. And then I thought, I'm going to just buy a few more games to get to the 200 mark. Because I put myself under a bit of pressure. I thought, well, if I'm going to be on this podcast, I'm best, you know, try and get up there in the top 10, which I keep checking to you. And I'm still in the top 10, I think. That is impressive, actually, because people have been hitting it really hard. And now the event is technically over. People can continue diving. I saw there was a a 600 one up there. But to get 200 in a few weeks is pretty insane. So I've done a bit of head maths. And it's looking like you're looking at about six to seven achievements a day in order to recover. Does that seem possible? Yeah, I think I'll probably do quite a few binge sessions to get some uh, achievements. I've already done quite a lot through your competition. Yes, yeah, you did uh, some impressive scoring there. Yeah, I wouldn't normally play that much, I don't think. But I did quite a few easy games already. So uh, would you, how would you characterise your dive? There's quite a lot of games, so I'd imagine there's a lot of variety in there, but was there particularly lots of easy games, triple A's, Game Pass? Um, I, t- I tend to buy a lot of games in the sale, so I had a big backlog of easy. Um, I t- typically tend to play ID games. Um, my favourite game has been point and click um, and puzzle games, so I've got quite a few of those on. Um, I dived quite a few of my games with gold and Game Pass games where I thought I could complete them as well or, or have a good attempt. 200 games. It's a lot of games. Might be hard to remember all of them. But did anything really stand out that made you think, ooh, I want to get back to that one? I've been wanting to play um, Blackwood Crossing for a long time. Um, and I bought that probably two or three months ago. So I'm quite keen to get back to that. Um, that's probably the one that I do want to play the most. Oh, is that the one with the girl on the train and her brother? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, I remember that one. It's uh, it's pretty decent for what it is, like a, an indie kind of adventure walking sim puzzle game. It looks very interesting anyway, so I've seen quite a few people streaming it, so I'm interested to just get into the story myself. And imagine amongst all of that, there was also some some pretty shocking games as well. Uh, did anything stand out as something that you just wanted to avoid going back to? I probably will not play Robocraft Infinity because I just wasn't really interested in that at all. What kind of game is that? Um, I think it's like a, a game where you build robots and battle them, I think. But to be fair, it was just the tutorial was the first achievement, building building a robot. 
Um, and there was another one as well, which was building a, a some kind of go-kart, which seemed to take forever, which I probably will not go back. I think that was an ID game. I can't remember the name of it a lot. So unmemorable that you can't even remember the name. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You're, you're almost a veteran diver. You've dived quite a few games now. Uh, and bean divers are always looking out for the ones that are the quick and easy ones to pop. Did anything particularly stand out as a really easy dive game? Uh, Mushroom Quest, that popped the first achievement when I started the game. Uh, I had quite a few um, which popped when I started the games and I went back and tried to find them and that was the only one I could find, but I'm sure there was a few others. Okay, yeah, so some of the other like Rattalika type games, probably similarly easy to yeah, dive. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, okay, so the flip side of that one is, was there anything you just was really difficult or time-consuming to dive or anything that you just passed over because you thought, oh, no, can't be bothered with this? Um, degrees of separation took me over an hour to dive and I kept playing that and thinking I must be close to the end of the level because it was one that you had to collect loads of collectibles in the level and I'm not sure I went for the quickest achievement but it seemed at the time the easiest one to get. Yeah, so I uh, I tried to dive that one myself last year and ended up just giving up because I was like, where is this achievement? And I moved on to other things. So yeah, I'm with you on that one. It was um, it, it comes across as quite a short, easy game according to the ratios and the time estimates. But that first achievement, oof. Yeah. You're saying you're saying it took an hour. It took over an hour, I think. Yeah, and I kept thinking I must be near the end of this level, and uh, it just seemed to go on and on and on. That was the only one that I can remember took a long time. I played the some Kingdom Heart ones. Um, they was they were quite long, but mainly because though the intros are, it's quite a lot of long intros on those games that you've got to sit through. Oh, unskippable cutscenes. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I mean, if you're interested in the story, then that's fine. If you're just wanting to play it normally, but as bean divers, we just want to get in and out and come back to it another time. We talked about you know, about six or seven achievements in a day in order to recover. Do you think you have a reasonable shot at recovery within the year? You said you said you didn't manage it last year, but how about this time? Yeah, well, I'm 15% recovered already, and that's only it's only been a few weeks. So if I, if I keep up, uh, although I don't have that many uh, rats left, I don't think. Um, I've done mainly my notable hours so far. But yeah, I'm hoping to. I'm going to make more of a conscious effort to uh, to uh, try and recover this year. Okay, so you'll be making a bit of a push towards it. And yeah. I guess that's without obviously without starting anything else during the year, uh, which will hold you back. But uh, it's good to get a good jump on it early, I find, because then you kind of take the pressure off a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You said you've done it a few times now. Has that been consecutive years? Have you ever skipped a year? No. I only heard about it four years ago and I did it the first year I heard about it and I've done it every year since. Oh. Um, I just like it to get all my games on my tag. With that in mind, I'm assuming the answer will be yes when I ask you, will you be doing it all over again next year? Definitely, although I might not have 200 games left to dive, but we'll see. Yeah, so and that would be regardless of if you recover or not, you, you'll, still, you'll still take it again? Yes, I'll still dive even if I don't recover. Tell me... Northern Lass, going to get a little bit philosophical here. Why do you think that we do this to ourselves? Why do we bean dive? 
I think we'd like the challenge of starting as many games as possible in a week period or 10 days period. And I think we also just like to get all the games on our tags. And then that gives us the incentive to play them all. Yeah. So did this did this dive represent pretty much your whole collection then up until this point? Um, everything except for games with gold and game pass that I will never play. That, that's pretty impressive to get just all your cards on the table there. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, Northern Lass, thank you for sharing your bean dive story. You're welcome. Hello, my name is Fug, and I'm a bean diver. Welcome, welcome Fug. Fug. How many times have you bean dived? Uh, looking back, it looks like I've had five of the official ones starting in 2016. And my most recent one is this year, obviously. And then I've had three more that aren't official ones. So you've had some off-the-book bean dives as well. Yeah, can't help myself. Is this your biggest bean dive so far? This is my largest one by probably about double. I think my most my previous one was probably around 50. So how many games this time did you dive? This time I had planned on 100, but I accidentally went over. So I got up to 120 and decided that was a good place to stop. How do you, did you accidentally go over by literally starting a game by mistake or just because you couldn't stop? I think I just miscounted. I thought I was getting close to 100 and next time I looked, I was like 102. It's like, well, time to find a new place to go. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so 120 games. What did that represent in terms of your completion percentage hit? Uh, it dropped me 7.19% from 69.15 to 61.97. And how many achievements does that represent in your recovery? Eh, I'm not as uh, bad as some people with that many games because I uh, dove quite a bit of easy stuff. So that represents about 1,850. Okay, so head maths tells me that that is about five achievements a day to recover, which actually sounds pretty doable. How would you say you characterize your dive this year? I'd say I started off with just... a whole lot of garbage. You know, I did a bunch of Radalikas, a uh, bunch of other easy stuff that uh, might have been an hour or less. I did all of the Arc System Works games. Yeah, so those are super easy. Uh, after that, I followed with you know some mid-level stuff that uh, looked like I'd enjoy. A lot of episodic stuff. And then I finished off probably the last 20 to 30 with quite a few AAA games that I thought I would really enjoy. Out of all the games you dived, which game are you most looking forward to going back to? Well, I think there's a couple. Um, I'm looking, I've am looking. i got a couple of the Assassin's Creed's, the newest ones on, that I dove. Watch Dogs 2, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, and Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, so obviously I'm biased there, and I and I would say Star Wars is the one you should uh, go for next. But of course, <laughs> I I dove that one myself, and I found the opening whole opening sequence just balls to the walls action. Was there anything that you played that just you think I'm gonna stay away from that unless I'm forced to play it? Well, the ones that uh, I thought seemed like a good idea when I dove them, but now I'm not 100 percent sure. Is I do of all of the Arc System works, so those Japanese ones that weren't released here in the U.S. And what I found out is some of them are actually written in Japanese, and there aren't any good guides. So I'm not looking forward to that. Well, which of those games? 
some of those like River City Ransom and I think Double Dragon and some other ones that I just don't know the name of them because they're written in Japanese. So You've dived quite a few games now over the years, uh, so you probably know which ones are quick and easy dives. Did anything stand out this time as something that was really easy to pop? Well, basically those same Arc System games. There's uh, like six of the ten achievements on every one of the games is just changing a setting, so pretty much you immediately load the game up, pop it, and start the next one. So I could never get my head around why they would make achievements for doing that. I get the, I get a lazy list, right? Mm. But to me, a lazy list is start the game, you know, kill, get your first kill, die the first time, you know, it's just lazy stuff. Why would somebody think, I know, let's reward people for going into the menus? You know, I really have no clue unless, you know, these games are that hard to actually add achievements to. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good point, actually. So maybe it's about the um, they can't get into the game code to kind of track things. It's so the menus are the only things they can track. I mean, each game does have several game-related achievements, so it might just be lazy. It's a possibility. Okay. So flip side of that one is: did anything really stand out as being particularly time-consuming or difficult to dive for people to avoid in the future? No, nah, I mean, I think there were some that were somewhat time-consuming. I don't think I had anything difficult. You know, some of the Assassin's Creed, you know, the Jedi Fallen Order, took a little bit, but nothing outrageous. Is there anything you skipped over because it wasn't for you, or did you did you push through and dive everything you planned to? Uh, there was one I didn't. It was like, called Baron Fur Will Fly. You're like just flying this plane around, and it just didn't seem like something that worked well with me. And there was another one that I also skipped just because the dive was too far in, and I just didn't want to go that far. And I believe that was uh, degrees of separation, where you have to collect all of the collectibles in the first portion of the game, which was going to take a while. Yeah, so that's the second time that that one's been brought up as being longer than expected, I think, is uh, how I would describe it. It seems like a good game, it's just a bit to dive it. So all things considered, do you think you have a reasonable chance at recovering this year? I don't see that it should be terribly difficult. This is probably you know, twice as large as the largest bean dive I've done previously, but usually I am able to finish them in you know five or six months, so I'm hoping I can get it done in a year. Nice. Will, will that be a concerted effort, or just kind of let it happen in the background? Um, it's kind of a little bit of both. I'll do other stuff, but I will definitely be looking at games that I've dove to try to get them off the list and try to clean them up. Nice. Will you be jumping back in the saddle next year? Will you be diving again? I'm a glutton for punishment. Of course I will. Why do you think that we do this to ourselves? Why do we bean dive? Well, I think as the type of gamers we are, stats is kind of our drug of choice. So we kind of look for that dopamine hit anywhere we can get it, and this is just another dopamine hit. (laughs) And also, we're idiots. That is a fair assessment. Thank you very much for sharing with us your Bean Dive story. Thank you. Hello, my name is Chesno, and I'm a Bean Diver. Well, welcome, welcome Chesno. Chesno, welcome. The big dog is here. The biggest Bean Diver I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Tell me, is this your first dive, or have you done it before? This is actually my second. However, last time I wasn't actually an achievement hunter properly yet 
so I didn't go as in as I have this year. So you went hard, hard on number two. Now, I'm sure you're you're pretty well known in the community now for this, but please share with the group, so we've got it out in the open, how many games did you dive? I dove a grand total of 420 games within the 10-day period. Oh, it makes me feel weak just thinking about it. Oof. 420 and that's over two weeks as well so you really crammed it in there what percentage drop did that represent on your completion only a measly 12.94 percent wow so not as big a drop as some other people with lower dives was that because you already had quite a few games on your tag why not we're already at the bottom of the barrel why not just see how far we can go 420 games how many achievements do you need to recover About 3,900, roughly. 3,900. So head maths tells me that's 10 and a half, 11 achievements a day to recover within a year. And that's without starting any new games. So you've got a bit of a task ahead of you there. How would you characterize your dive this year? I mean, that's a lot of games. So I'm assuming just massive. Yeah, whatever I get my hands on, basically. I dove a lot of random 360 stuff that I was able to get for cheap a while ago. A lot of indie cheap stuff that just happened to be in my back catalogue. And a load of random bits from Game Pass and EA Access. So did you, uh, you, you took the risk and dove some Game Pass stuff? Oh yeah, I found some weird stuff. <laughs> so you're not bothered about the risk of things leaving Game Pass and you losing out on those possible completions? Stuff like that on Game Pass usually go on sale a lot, and they always tend to go on sale when they're going off. So I'm not all too worried. If I intend on going back to the game, I'll end up picking it up if it ends up leaving. Makes sense. I mean, that's that's the real sign of a, of a true diver. You'll be willing to buy the game even if you don't own it for free anymore. Uh, did any particular genres or series show up a lot, or was it just a complete mishmash? I dove nearly every Call of Duty, a bunch of Fifas, and all the Bioshock games. Well, So you mentioned Bioshock there. Is that the one you're most looking forward to going back to, or any others? It's on my list. The number one on my list is the one I'm currently playing at the moment, which is Anarchute. It's a game where you control a rebellion of adorable animals, including raccoons, shebas, and a bunch of other animals, and just take over the world from brainwashers in a rebellion, and it's really fun. I had never heard of that game, and now I immediately want to buy it. That sounds amazing. A couple of other things I've got on the list is Bad North, which is a sleeper on Game Pass. It's like a total defense game where you control small armies and you fight off Vikings from invading your islands. And then the last game I've got put on the list is Slay the Spire. Mm, I've heard really good things about that one. It's like a uh, combination of a roguelite and a card game. So you go along and you collect cards and you build your deck as you go along. Now, unfortunately, the flip side of that coin is there will have been some probably stinkers in there as well. Did anything stand out to you as particularly bad to go back to? The obvious answer is going to be all the sports games, so the FIFAs, the NBA. I've also dove a random amount of 360 FPSs, which I have no intention of going back to. But the worst game that I dove which I am going to have to go back to, is Hannah Montana, the movie, the video game. Oh, I mean, that is an absolute classic among achievement hunters. 
along with uh, Barbie Puppy Rescue, whatever it's called, and My Horse and Me Too. Can we get my hands on My Horse and Me Too? If you want to get a copy of that, it's like £70. Oh my goodness, yeah. Okay, so, you know, you, you, you're probably a bean dive expert at this point. You've probably dived more games than people have ever played. Um, so you probably know exactly which are the best games for those possible divers out there to choose if they want to make their dive quick and easy. Did anything stand out to you as being really easy to dive or really quick? The Double Dragon and Kunio-kun collection, if you've not got any of those 20 games, they are insanely easy to get gamer score in very quickly. I was able to get 15 points within the first half an hour of the dive just from the Kunio-kun games. Next on the list is um, Persona 4 Arena and its um, repackage, which is Ultimax. You get an achievement just for selecting your hard drive for a save file. And then the um, the last one I got on the list is Coffee Talk, which is very similar. You get it just from pricing the start button. Nice. You were going for quantity and speed, right? So did any games take you a particularly long time to dive, or did you just give up on some? Uh, I had a general rule. If, if a game took longer than half an hour, drop it, move on to the next one. If you can, come back to it later. So, there are certain games I abandoned, like Need for Speed Carbon, which I spent ages and just and didn't end up popping achievements, so I left it. One of the longer ones that I did pop was Portal Bridge Construction, which you have to complete the first world just to get an achievement. But the longest one for sure, which is the last game I dove, and it, I decided to keep this for the last because I wanted to, and that was Little Town Heroes, which is a... New release from Game Freak, who made Pokemon, and it's a new RPG series. Oh, nice. Okay, so what did that entail to dive? Um, you have to complete the first chapter of the game. So you have to go through all the tutorials, learning the new combat system, go around do a couple of jobs. How long did that take, do you reckon? Uh, about an hour, I reckon. I was going to make my last game be one of the worst 360 games imaginable, and that was Sonic 06. However, my disc wouldn't work. So I think that's a blessing. Apart from being a bad game, the first achievement you get is for completing the game for oh. on the Sonic route. So you have to play the whole thing in so as Sonic just to get a achievement. That's a bean diver's nightmare right there. You're looking at about 10 achievements a day. Do you plan to recover this year? Do you think it's going to be possible? Unlikely, but it is possible. I've already gained nearly 6,000 achievements this year, so me hitting that number in, in a year's time isn't po impossible. Yeah, I mean, you have been absolutely beasting it on the challenges recently, so, you know, if anyone's going to do it, I think it could be you. But then I guess it depends what other challenges come up and what other games you might want to add to your tag in the meantime. Do you think you're going to make a concerted effort to push for it or just see what happens? Just see what happens, focus on other challenges and just see if I end up going back up. Nice. Million dollar question. Recovery or not, next year, July, it's going to be Bean Dive Day again. Do you reckon you'll be getting back on the horse? Probably, but not to the extent I did this year. Okay. Try and keep it on the down low next year. Why do you think we bean dive? Well, there are many reasons a person could bean dive. Whether it's to try and play different games, to challenge themselves by putting new stuff on their tag. You could do it for the glory. Was that why you went so hard this year? To, to get yourself on the leaderboards? 
yeah, my goal going into it was to be in the t- top 10 at the end for most games that dove. And then I ended up taking the top spot. Nice. So it was like a meta game within the meta game of bean diving was to be on the leaderboards for bean diving. But I think the ultimate reason and why we all do it is for the memes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chesno, you know, you are by far, and I'm not counting mental here. He, mental keeps bragging about he's, how he's still diving, but... If it's not on the panel, to me, it's not on the dive, okay? So to me, you are our real MVP bean diver. So we're here as a group to support you through your recovery. But regardless of how that goes, we are in absolute awe of you. So Chesno, thank you for sharing your bean dive story. Thank you for having me. Thank you once again, everybody for joining us and sharing with each other your own bean dive stories. We hope you all the best on your long journeys to recovery, and I'm sure we'll be seeing you all again next year. Hello and welcome to another exciting instalment of Chewy's Challenge Championship. We'll be bringing you the results of July's challenges, including our very own Rumble in the Chblungle. And we'll also be bringing you August's challenges, including a new tournament-style event that we're calling King of the Red Ring. First up, let's get the mini challenges for July over and done with. We've already heard from some of our epic bean divers this month in the Bean Divers Unanonymous segment. And one of those crazy bean divers, Chesno, was planning on diving over 400 games. A group of us took on the challenge of trying to beat him at his own game, forming the Magnificent Seven. That included myself, Alex Davis, Death Dealers, Vulgar Latin, Fug, Dinobull, and Fufu. The seven of us were hoping to exceed Chesno's total, and in the end, we managed it, with a combined 481 games to Chesno's 420. But let's be honest, seven people beating one isn't much of an achievement, but 420 bean-dived games in less than two weeks truly is. Chesno is the real MVP here with his insane numbers. In one of our more controversial matches... Freaky Row called in our show last month to challenge Jay Black to what seemed like a straightforward gamer score match. Unfortunately, Mr. Freaky was being underhand and roped in three other villains partway through the month, Chesno, Vulgar Latin and Jimbot, to put the beat down on Jay Black as a new stable who are calling themselves the Horsemen. Thankfully, Death Dealers, Matroc and Alex Davis couldn't stand idly by while Jay Black was getting his arse handed to him, so they came to his aid. Any score that these six interrupters would earn from the point when they joined the match would also count towards the totals. When all was said and done, Jay Black managed to have the highest score over Freaky with 15,330 to 14,666. But what of the interrupters? Alex lent 10,460, while Death Dealers gave 7,130, and Matroc provided 1,875 to put J Black and his defenders at 34,795. Unfortunately, though, Chesno laid out a huge 9,068, Volga put up 8,535, 
and Jimbot pushed out a huge 18,255 to put the horseman at a winning 50,524. J Black truly has been left to black and to blue by Freaky and his evil posse. Finally, I challenge CCC champion Elroy to a battle of bad games. Any games rated below 3 stars earn points. Any games above 3 stars took points away. The worse the game, the higher the total. Although I managed to take a decent early lead with the likes of Planet RIX-13, Attack of the Toy Tanks, Scale Electrics and Tracks, and Stab Stab Stab, unfortunately Elroy managed to pull out a last push with games like Nicole, Soko Bunny, Robozaro, the one we found, and Allison's Diary Rebirth to claim the win from me with 547 to my 425. That means Elroy retains the title for yet another month. But maybe things will finally change as he will have to face the Rumble in the Jablungle champion. That's right, July saw one of our biggest challenges ever with the huge Rumble in the Jablungle event styled after the classic Royal Rumble. Each day between the 5th and the 30th of the month we had a new entrant in the ring pulled from a pool of over 50 possible competitors. As well as randomly pulling entrants each day, people in the ring also had to score from a randomly selected category including Gamer Score, TA, Ratio and Achievements 1. Anyone who scored below a hidden cutoff would be eliminated. Partway through the month, we also introduced the Eliminator target, which was a high watermark, which if anyone passed, ensured that people at the bottom were eliminated, regardless of if they made the cutoff or not. People came and went throughout the month, with as little as three or as much as six people in the ring at any one time. We had some truly epic scoring, and the likes of Icefire TN and Chin won our Iron Man awards, with both lasting 14 days in the ring. But when it came down to it, it was up to Kingsman and Triple Triad, who lasted to the final day. On that day, they needed to score in Achievements 1. Kingsman pulled in a huge 195 achievements in 24 hours, but it was Triple Triad who doubled that total at a stonking 401 achievements, making him our inaugural Rumble in the Jablungle winner, giving him his title shot against Elroy in August. Thank you for everyone who took part in this event, either as a participant or as some of the eager people watching along on the Discord every evening. We hope you enjoyed it and look forward to some of the next crazy things we have planned over the next few months. With that craziness in the bank, let's see what we have planned for August. After making their dastardly debut in the J Black vs Freaky matchup, the Horsemen are back. Volga, Freaky, Chesno and Jimbot are challenging four of our newest patrons, Alex Davis, Cabo, Saucy Slingo and Totes Goats to a straight up 4 vs 4 game score battle. Here's hoping for no more shenanigans this time. That's not all though, two of the horsemen, Chesno and Freaky, are also hoping to claim the tag championship from Death and Taxes. That's Death Dealers and Volga. Yep, that's right. Chesno and Freaky are challenging one of their own. That just shows how low these horsemen will go. Volga's on the defensive again this month, as Hatton90 is challenging him for his Intercontinental Championship. Again, this is a battle for gamer score, with a twist that only achievements over 1.5 ratio count. So no easy scoring. As it turns out, Chipper 
and Freemhole both have the same completion percentage in Destiny 2, but Chip would like to see that change as he's challenging Freemhole to have the highest completion percentage by the end of the month. Rorker, Fufu and myself are continuing on with our skateboarding game challenge for most gamer score in the genre between June and September. Rorker still holds the lead with me in second and Fufu pulling up the rear, but let's see if August holds any more scoring potential. Our Rumble in the Jblungle winner, Triple Triad, is taking on Elroy OMJ for the CCC Championship in a 2 out of 3 genre match. What that means is, Triple Triad gets to choose a genre, Elroy gets to choose a genre, and the CCC Chairman get to also choose one. Whoever scores the most out of two of the three genres wins. Triple Triad genre of choice is third person shooter, Elroy's is dance, and the CCC chairman have chosen automobile. That's right, Elroy's Achilles heel. Let's see if our worthy Rumble winner Triple Triad can finally take the title from Elroy. Finally, we have a new major tournament running throughout the month, styled after the King of the Ring in an Xbox 360 scoring contest we're calling King of the Red Ring, brought to you by Vulgar Latin. 32 participants have been matched up in head-to-head pairings and will face off week to week until we finally crown the King of the Red Ring. Any scoring done in 360 games counts, but we want to reward players who play non-backwards compatible games by giving any score in non-backwards compatible games a multiplier of 1.25. We also don't want arcade titles to suffer from low score, so we're giving them a boost to make them up to nearly a thousand gamer score. Any games with a total score between 200 and 399 gamer score get a times 4 multiplier. Any games with gamer score between 400 and 950 get a times 2 multiplier. Whoever wins the King of the Red Ring tournament gets a title shot against the current CCC champion, whoever that might be at the end of this month. Join us on Sunday evenings US time or midnight UK time to find out what the score looks like on a weekly basis and who progresses to the next round. We really hope you enjoy this new event. That's all for now folks. Join us next month to find out who wins these challenges and is crowned the King of the Red Ring, as well as what we have in store for September. Hello everyone and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101's Trivia Battle Royale with me, Wakapale. With me today, I have Kronos. Hello. Ahiso. What's up? Volga Latin. Hey, everybody. What the fog? What's up, guys? Chesno. Hot dog. The trivia battle royale won't be as easy this time. Each contestant has five hit points, and their opponents can choose to injure them if they answer questions correctly. There are seven categories with seven questions each, going from one to seven. If you answer a question correctly, you can either choose to hurt someone else or heal yourself up to your normal hit points of five. To determine who goes first, the first question is, Volga Latin is our reigning Trivia Battle Royale champion. What is his true achievement score in educational and trivia games? Oh god. <laughs> uh, hi, so. Um, you know, I feel like there's probably a lot of easy games, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it low. Though. I'm gonna go with four thousand. That's four yepidis. Just no. Four thousand and one. <laughs> wow. Yep. Being that guy. What a jerk. What the fuck? Let's go with five thousand. Volga Latin. 
I'm going to go with 10,720. 10,720. It's too accurate. He's got his page open. I'm going to guess 12,000. Kronos guesses 12,000. And the answer is 9,977. Do I get anything for being the furthest away? Yes, you get to answer the question last and potentially have sustained the most injuries. Know yourself. Before you can know the enemy. That's a Sun Tzu thing there. <laughs> if you know heaven and earth, victory is assured. I've been single a long time. I know myself pretty well. And the turn order is Volga Latin, Kronos, What the Fug, Chesno, and Ahiso. Volga Latin goes first. The categories he gets to choose from are Disco Dwellers, Time Travel, Puzzling Platformers, Devious Dreams, Unseemly Unobtainable, and Arcade Action. Um, what category and what point value would you like to try? Hit me up with a puzzling platformer for three. Does he have to declare the target now? No, he can declare the target after he has finished the question. Okay. And since he has at full health, he cannot heal himself. It's not every day you get to play as a dung beetle postmaster. Name the best pinball metroidvania on Xbox One. It already has a name, but I believe it is Yoku's Island Express. That is correct. You do three damage. Choose your target. Uh, I'm going to hit Old Man Fug. Fug takes three damage and is down to two hit points. What did I do to you? Nothing, you're just there. Age before beauty. <laughs> Vulgar, there is a plastic bag and a map available for you to loot. Okay. You can only have one at a time. Plastic bag lets me take another thing, correct? It does, so you can also pick up the map. I will pick both up. There we go. Volga Latin picks up a plastic bag and a map. The map reveals the hidden category, and I think I'll wait with that until it's your turn. Fantastic. Kronos, you're up. Well, I feel like I have to take the time travel category. Uh, I'll take time travel for two, please. The pilot Jack Cooper stumbles upon a time-traveling device in what I consider to be one of the best single-player campaigns on Xbox One. Name the franchise. Is it Time Shift, Halo, or Titanfall? Oh boy. Well, I know it's not Halo. Uh, let's go with Time Shift. It is not. It is Titanfall. Gosh, these shooters. What is the shooter doing in the time stuff? <laughs> to be precise, it's from Titanfall 2. It, time Shift a 360 game. Yes, yep. it is. It is. Yeah, I thought so, but I mean, what does Titanfall have to do with time travel? You get a pretty cool tight, uh, time device. It's pretty wicked uh, part of the game. What the fuck? You're up. Let's go with Discord Dwellers for two. RTDL Wizard, CC Urban Spaceman, is in the top 10 of a certain Australian leaderboard. Is it game score? TA score or games played? I'm fairly sure that this is obvious, but I think it's games played. That is correct. Last time I checked, he had started 1,731 games, and that was a few weeks ago. He's been diving. Yeah. So it's probably way higher than that. <laughs> you also find a map. Do you pick it up? Of course. And you also get to do two damage to a target. Well, or heal yourself. I think I'm going to heal myself. Good guy, Fog. Fog is up at four health points. Chesno, you're up. Uh, puzzling platformers to two. Braid is one of the most prolific games from the early days of Xbox Live Arcade. What is the name of its time-bending main character? Is it Kronos, Nona, or Tim? I honestly have no clue. Oof. Since it's time travel, I'm just going to have to go with Kronos. Unfortunately, it is Tim. What could it have been this one for me? I'm not going to take that one. <laughs> they call him Tim. Yeah, can we swap questions? I got it. 
Well, not at this time. Well, may- maybe we need to be a team then if we can work these things out. Can we get help from our teammates? Can they give us clues? You cannot team up other than informal teams. Oh. Uh, hi, so you're up. Alright, uh, let's go with unseemly un- unobtainable for two. Microsoft Studios published Disney The Little Mermaid Undersea Treasures for Windows 8 with only three working achievements. How many unobtainable achievements does it have? 9, 13, or 17? I believe that was back when most of those games were coming out with 12, so I'm gonna guess 9. It has 17 unobtainable achievements. Out of its 20 achievements, only three of them work. Volgalatin, you're up. You have the map, which reveals the hidden category, and it is the treasure trove. Ooh. Let's go there. Let's go treasure trove for four. Ooh, high roller. Microsoft Treasure Hunt is a spiritual successor to a game released as a part of Microsoft Entertainment Pack in 1990. Name the game which originally was released for IBM OS 2. Was it Chip's Challenge? It was not. It was Minesweeper. Ah. Kronos, you're up. Okay. Well, time travel didn't work. You are not allowed (laughs) to use the treasure trove category. No, because I don't have a map yet. Note the yet there. I'm going to get myself one. I'll take uh, Discord Dwellers for four, though, please. Achievement... (laughs) (laughs) Achievement Hunting's one-to-one's not-Greek self-proclaimed stick-in-the-mud likes card and board games. Who is number one on Virginia's true achievement leaderboard for card and board games? That would be Kronos. That is correct. I'm sure it's Expovos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure we can... Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll give that you that one. You had 66,664 TA so back in March. You find bandages and bandages. You can only pick up one of them. I'll take one bandages, please. Yeah, but is that bandages or is that bandages? The bandages allows you to heal one hit point at the beginning of your turn. And since I'm full on health, I have to target somebody. Yes. All right. Sorry, Chesno, take four. <laughs> Chesno is down to one. Am I ever going to make it past the last first person going out? And Fug is up. Uh, let's see. Let's go treasure trove for three. I did use my map, I guess. Microsoft purchased the developer and rights to Sweden's most successful game in 2014 for two and a half billion dollars. What game that has sold more than 175 million copies across platforms and is still going strong? Gee, could that possibly be Minecraft? That would be Minecraft. And there's a lot of loot here for you to pick up. There's a grenade, a rocket launcher, a med kit, and a rucksack. Do I know what any of that does? Uh, you do not, but I guess you can... I highlighted one of them that I suggest you pick up. Okay, let's pick up the rucksack. Uh, it allows you to carry two additional items. Okay, then. Meaning you can get all this crap. Two additional ones? Alright, let's take them all. That's not entirely accurate. You have to discard your map to pick up all of them. Alright, sure, why not? Let's do uh, that. There's, there's a grenade, a rocket launcher, and a medkit. Yeah, let's do that. Discard the map. You're not allowed back in the treasure trove. Now, the grenade, when you use it at the beginning of your turn, all your opponents loses one health point. Ooh. The rocket launcher is a very deadly item. All opponents loses hit points equivalent to half the, the next score value chosen, meaning if you choose a six-pointer, you automatically deal three damage to everyone. However, if you answer your question incorrectly, you also hurt yourself. Mm. The medkit allows you to heal three hit points. Right. So you are very well equipped right now. <laughs> 
I get to hit anybody with my question answered, correct? You certainly should. That's obviously going back to Vulgar. Vulgar is a two. Just no. You're up. Yeah, arcade action for free. Dirk the Daring attempts to save Princess Daphne in this frequently re-released 1983 arcade game created by Rick Dyer and Don Bluth. Dragon's Name- That is correct. I've played on one of the original arcade machines before. It's a lot better there. And you can sh- choose to pick up bandages or bandages. Can I have bandages, please? That's a mistake. Oh. Sure. That's random for you. What do you want to do with your three points? Do you want to hurt someone or heal yourself? Heal myself. Playing defensively. Chesno is up at four and has some bandages. Hi, so you're up. Uh, let's go with puzzling platformers for four. The Z-axis continuum has a title update dedicated to achievement hunters. Name one of the five gamers whose gamer tags are in the achievement names. Oh, God. You only need one of them. Um... I believe Dwagonite was one of them. Is that your answer? Yeah. It was Dwagonite, Mark Hamfist, Forge, Estru44, and Failure Warning. So you got that right. All right. Yeah, there's a plastic bag and some bandages. I'm going to go I ahead guess and you grab pick both. both of them up. Yeah. You have four points of damage to deal. Oh, let's go... You know, we're going to make this interesting. Let's dome Volger. Volger is down to negative two. Love you, buddy. And he is up. Huh? He needs to recover his health or he will be out uh let's go big let's go big and we'll, uh let's do this thing uh let's go treasure trove for seven i'm so about to die <laughs> treasure trove for seven in battlefield bad company b company is hunting the legionnaire's gold in order to purchase trachosaurus rex among other things what do you have to do to unlock the darwin's parachute achievement I think you have to fall for a set amount of time. Uh, how specific do you want me to get on that one? I'm not going to allow that okay. as the answer, even if it's technically probably true. I want to say you have to fall for 10 seconds and not die. Uh, that is incorrect. You have to get out of a helicopter ah. with a high altitude. There is no parachute in the game. It will kill you unless you land in water. Yep, yep. So you are Dead. out. First blood. It wasn't me. Alright. Vulgar is out. Well, y'all suck. I hate you. Uh, I'm going to haunt you now, and I'll see you later. Kronos, you are at full health. Um, Discord was good to me, and I spent too much time there. So I'm going to stick with Discord still. I'm <laughs> going to take Discord dwellers for three, please. Yeetasked Overlord Planting42 has almost one and a half million TA. Uh, over two, 20,000 of which are from a single space simulation game. Name the game. Elite Dangerous. That is correct. You get to deal some damage, three damage, and you find a plastic bag and a rucksack. Uh, so putting the plastic bag in the rucksack probably doesn't do anything. It doesn't give me extra holding, right? It doesn't. So I'll take the rucksack and uh, we'll deal the damage to Fug. That grenade and rocket launcher combo is very threatening. Fug is down to one health and it's also his turn. He can use any combination of the items that he chooses to. Um, let me think. Uh, for the time being, I'll just use the grenade. Grenade is used. Kronos is down to four. Chesno is down to three. And Ohaiso is down to four. And let's go with... You can use more items if you choose oh, I to. can? You have a rocket launcher and a okay, med kit. I'm using my med kit also. That puts your health points at four. Um, let's go with... Arcade action for two. The Xbox Live arcade action game with the most tracked gamers on TA is tracked by 175,000 gamers. Is it Pac-Man Championship Edition, 
Dash of Destruction or Happy Wars? I feel like that's got to be Happy Wars. That is correct. You also found a grenade. You can deal two points of damage, heal yourself up for one. Uh, let me see what, what everybody's got. Oh, let's do two points of damage to Chesno. I just got it back. <laughs> Chesno is down to one. Fog picked up the grenade, I'm guessing. Yep. Chesno, you're up. You're at one hit point. I'm going to use my bandages. You're at two hit points. Uh, arcade action for four, please. It was lucky last time. Let's go again. Who doesn't love the ACA Neo Geo series? That's not a question. This is, what developer and publisher is responsible for these wonderful ports? Hamster, isn't it? That is correct. The Hamster Corporation, I'm giving you correct for that. You found a plastic bag and some fragile binoculars. I'm guessing you pick both of them up. Yes. You also get to do four points of damage or heal yourself up. Uh, four to fog. I'm like a pincushion over here. Fog is at zero. The fragile binoculars allow you to choose another question before answering your current one. Ooh. And while in the inventory reveals the loot for the question. It will break if you choose to skip a question. Okay. so you're up. Uh, let's go back to Unseemly Unattainable. And let's go for five. Or, I mean, sorry, I've got bandages. I'm going to use those first, and then we're going to go to Unseemly Unobtainable five. You're back to five, and we go to Unseemly Unobtainable for five. Hill Climb Racing 2 for Windows 10 is the game on TA with the highest number of achievements marked as unobtainable. How many unobtainable achievements are there in Hill Climb Racing 2? If you get within five, that's good enough. Oh god, I've never even heard of this game. Uh, let's go 19. The highest number of unobtainables for any game on TA. Oh, on TA. Oh, shit. This is just unobtainable, right? Not discontinued and stuff, too? <laughs> just unobtainable. Just unobtainable? You can stick with 19, though. I'm trying to think. No, because I know there's... I know there's other games that are up there. I don't think it's that high. Let's go... We'll bump it a little bit. We'll go to 23. 23 was not even close. It is 52. Oh my god. Which is all of them. The achievements never started working for the game. Jeez. Kronos, you're up. You're at 4 health and you have some bandages. I'm going to save my bandages for a second. Um, let's go back to time travel. Uh, do time travel for three. Publisher Tiny Build Games is listed as the developer of a single Xbox One game. What game is it? I would say more, but there is... Hmm. They publish a bunch, so I see them all the time on games that I'm playing. But thankfully, you've given me a clue here, so the answer is no time to explain. That is correct. And you find a rocket launcher and an assault rifle. And since you carry a rucksack, you can carry both of them. Yep, I'll pick them both up, please. Well, that's horrifying. <laughs> Kronos, you also get to deal three points of damage or heal yourself up one point. Now let's deal the damage. Ahezo hasn't been hit yet. Take three, please, Ahezo. Yes, I have hit someone else. Ahezo is down to two. It was the grenade, though. <laughs> that is true. The assault rifle, if you choose to use it, all opponents take damage <laughs> oh my from gosh. your next question. Ooh. So we're all in agreement, kill Kronos? <laughs> yes. Fog, you're up and you need health or you're gonna die. <clears throat> yep. So let's use the grenade. Kronos down to three. Chesno's down to one. Aheso is down to one. And then we're gonna use the rocket launcher. Yep. And Discord Ooh. dwellers for five. Ooh. This means that you are going to go out if you do not get the question. You will automatically deal two points of damage to everyone, which puts... Kronos at 1, Chesno at negative 1, 
and a high so at negative one. If you answer this correctly, you can heal five points to yourself. You cannot hurt anyone since you're about to go mm -hmm. out. If you answer it incorrectly, you'll blow yourself up with the rocket launcher. Understood. <laughs> Blaze of glory. Foo-foo Cuddlypoof often gets flack for his game score. What is his percentile on TA's global game score leaderboard within 3%? Oof. So, so this is just out of everybody on here, out of 100%, what is he? Yes, out of 100%, where is he on TA's global game score leaderboard? And I updated this today. You know, I know there's a lot of people on the leaderboard that are disgustingly low, which is a lot lower than Fufu. I'm going to say... 25. He is uh, in the fourth percentile mm. at 4.45. Yeah, that's a lot lower than I thought. A lot higher, you oh. mean? Yes. Oh, yeah, I went the wrong direction. Gotcha. This means that Fug unfortunately blew himself up. He goes out at negative two. A rule that I only talked about pre-show is that you can choose to loot an opponent who's downed. And it only... Fug has a rucksack and Volga Latin had a map. But since you're about to die, Chesno, I, you shouldn't do that. Arcade action for five, please. Arcade action for five. You you know that you have to get this right or you're out. I have the binoculars. That's true. So if I don't like the question, I can move on. You also see the loot for this question. Ooh. Ooh. Yaust was originally released in 1982 in this one of the toughest Xbox Live arcade completions with a ratio of 8. What species is the animal you ride in Joust? Ostrich, isn't it? That is correct. Player 1 rides an ostrich and player 2 rides a stork. There are two grenades here. I can carry both, can't I? You cannot, you, since you're holding the binoculars. Right, so I'll just take the one. You can always discard the binoculars and put another grenade in your bag. Can I use two grenades? in one turn. You can. We'll go with that. Go big and go home. So you're, you're throwing away your binoculars? Yes. Chesno has two grenades. He is at four health. And Ahaiso is up with negative one. Uh, let's go. So I gotta be able to survive. Let's see what the assault rifle does. Everyone takes damage. Jeez. Uh, let's go for... That is if he manages to get the question correctly. Yeah. I think I have to try and cap out. Let's go time travel for six. You only need... Two points to stay alive. If you sure want to go for time travel for sake. I, I need to cap out so I don't die from rocket launchers and grenades. <laughs> Some achievements are way better than the game they are in. In what game can you earn the horse puncher achievement carrying the description punch a horse in the face, killing it? Oh god, I feel like I have that one. I've done it before. I'm crap, I don't remember. Um, what is a bad game? <laughs> Probably an XBLA. It is universally lauded as one of the worst Xbox games. Oh, man. I'm gonna die. I gotta pass on this one. I don't have a clue. Take a guess. Well, oh man. Let's see, what's a really shitty game? Let's go with Two Worlds. That is incorrect. It was Darkest of Days. I have not even heard of that game. <laughs> Same. Never heard of it. It is a time-traveling first-person shooter. I believe you are a Roman gladiator going around in different time periods killing things for no particular reason um, that means a so is out and we are down to the final two contestants we have chronos with one hit point and Chesno with four. Mano a mano. Kronos is, a, Kronos is equipped with bandages, rocket launcher, and an assault rifle. And it's Kronos' turn to pick a question. I would like to use my bandages first, please. You're up two hit points. 
And then, uh, let's see here. I'm going to go with... Did we use time travel for three? I thought we used time travel for three. We did that. My bad. Or did we? <laughs> Maybe a different timeline. I'd like unseemly unobtainable for three, please. Unobtainable achievements are collectively worth thousands of true achievement score. What is the median true achievement ratio of all achievements flagged <laughs> unobtainable on TA? This is really awkward because here's the thing. If they're flagged as unobtainable, they should have zero TA because no one has earned them. Uh, but... I guess that, that so, so, your no, answer, no, so your answer it's is definitely zero? not because people do earn them both through illegitimate means and being the first time and the flagging hasn't caught up. Plus, also the TA is actually limited to one, so it's just the gamer score. Oh gosh, median. Let me read you that question again. What is the median true achievement ratio of all achievements flagged unobtainable on TA? Oh, median, half above, half below. It's got to be zero. Yeah, we're very, very close to it. Fine, zero. I've talked myself into it. I'm going to die if I'm wrong, but zero sounds good. That's incorrect. It's Gah! one. If, <laughs> of course. If an <laughs> achievement hasn't been unlocked, it it's one. the right. TA is the same as the gamer score. You even said that. <laughs> Math, you have deserted me. Well, or the other way around. Very true. Kronos, you still have two hit points, and it's Chestnut Town to throw all the grenades he has at you. <laughs> I think you know what the first thing I'm going to do is from a grenade, so he takes two H hit points. Kronos is down to zero. Chesno, you have four hit points. Max HP is five, right? Max HP is five, and I said at the beginning that you cannot target someone who is at zero health, but since only Kronos is left, I'll allow you to keep punching him into the ground. I'll go arcade action for one, since no one's taken a one-point question yet. Arcade action for one. Pac-Man Championship Edition Deluxe is the Xbox Live arcade action game with the highest completion percentage. Is that true or false? Uh, I'm gonna go true when there's eight version in it. It is false. It is completed by 47% of starters, while Dash of Destruction has a completion percentage of 63%. Kronos ah. is still about to die unless he does, well, gets one point. Yeah. Discord Dwellers has been kind to me. Let's stay there. I'll take six. It'll heal me up to full. You'll die if you miss this. No, I'd die if I miss the one-pointer, and I don't feel comfortable with one-pointers the way things have been in the previous versions of this. If you pick the one pointer, you'll get up to one. Guaranteed, because I could miss it, and I wouldn't get that point. That's true. So you're going to six? So no. I'm going for the six. I feel more comfortable in my capacity to answer the six-point question, believe it or not. You have an assault rifle and a rocket launcher. Neither. Oh, um, the rocket launcher will cause him to take three points of damage. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. This way, at least it's close on the scoreboard, even if I lose Cessna here. Cessna down to one health point. There are around 130 people in the same club as X the Millionaire. But how many on TA has earned 2 million gamer score? It's not many. Uh, did, did Celtic make it? Because it was it's Stallion and Red and I think Celtic. That's three. So that's three. I think it's three. That is incorrect. There are five Damn. people on TA who has earned 2 million gamer score and there, there was one more but he was disqualified. Oh yeah, that was a, an amusing situation. Oh well. That means Chesno is the Trivia Battle Royale champion. Congratulations! Woo! Yeah! Well done, Chesno. <laughs> Went from going out first last time to winning the whole thing this time. <laughs> Congratulations. You can collect your winnings of three months of Game Pass Ultimate. Yay. Hey, Kronos, quick question for you. How'd you forget Smirnoff, man? 
He's That's never, a really good point. How did I forget him? <laughs> I should have uh, running through it under pressure is always what it comes down to, right? Because everyone knows the answers to the questions on Jeopardy. You just got to be able to do it under the pressure and quickly. There you go. Thank you, everyone, for joining me. Thank you, Walker, for hosting these, as always. They're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, really. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Walker, if you ever do do another one, I'd say there's far too much loot. <laughs> Last time we did this, barely anyone got loot because the, of the random nature of it. Now I've put a lot of loot here. Mm. <laughs> but it can blow a snot on everybody else. <laughs> we have to end the game somehow. Otherwise, you'll just heal all the time. Yep, that is true. Congratulations once again, Chesno. Have a nice day, everyone. You guys too. Bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.